0: That's a,
1: that's
0: a good a start as any. <laughs> I thought you were just sound checking. Well, I mean, yeah, kind of in essence, but, yeah. YOLO, yeah. New New year, new me!
2: <laughs> oh. Do you do the um, New Year's resolution thing?
0: I mean, if by that you mean, like, get in. Incredible seasonal depression. Fuck yeah! <laughs> like, every year, it's a tradition, Ted. Just, just get absolutely despondent and miserable, just for a little bit, just around the holidays.
2: I feel like every Monday, every Monday, like I make I make Monday resolutions.
0: <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I'm mean, I'm laughing because it's, it's a good bit yeah. too. <laughs>
2: But, for, well, I mean, really, I do, because I, I, try, I try to play it good during the week, and then, you know, on the weekend, I'll, um, you know, cut loose. You know, kill, I'm, you know, <coughs> being sober, I can't go as long well as I was, but, like, I'll have a pint of ice cream and eat some pizza or something. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, All right, Monday, Monday, back in the gym on Monday.
0: <laughs> Pizza's the fucking worst. I, I remember, I think I've probably stupidly mentioned this a few times on the podcast but um pizza like uh triggers uh dopamine and some other receptors probably serotonin i guess in your brain uh, same way that cocaine does but on a much smaller pizza uh, specifically like, yeah yeah i think also probably because yeah there's probably some sort of like uh, memory gratification attached to it. Uh, like I, I don't know shit about yeah, yeah. neuroscience, but like it's like a, a sense memory thing. Yeah, because I mean, think about it. when you're a, when you're a kid and like the class is rewarded with a pizza party, the team is rewarded with a pizza party. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then you become an adult, and then you do cocaine. You're like, I just won the fucking Olympics in one line. <laughs> My God. Let's start a fucking business. Oh, let's start twelve of them. <laughs> One for every month of the year and for every sign of the zodiac. <laughs> oh, no, I, I coffee belie- shops that is so Libra. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it
2: though. I mean pizza Pizza, I mean, like Ninja Turtles, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I don't that there's that that that's a that's a memory combination on purpose, you know what I mean? Like yeah. in, in the nineties, like cartoons all had their own, like The Ninja Turtles was pizza and uh
0: Sonic <laughs> the he- Sonic the Hedgehog was chili dogs, you know, like Shippendale's Rescue Rangers was cheese the the fat one Monterey Jack he's like the fat rat I identified with him a lot but he would like smell cheese and like his eyes would get all like oh, hypnotized yeah, yeah, yeah. his legs would kick out under him he'd float and they'd have to grab him I like, don't do it Monterey I do remember that uh, they tried to do
2: um, probably an early attempt was uh, Popeye with spinach I don't think that ever <laughs> I don't think that ever worked though. But... <laughs> I fucking love
0: spinach as an
2: adult. Oh, I dude. do now too. But as a kid, you know, your parents are like, you, "You're gonna be strong."
0: Like Popeye is like, "This is some bullshit," right? <laughs> <laughs> like, cook spinach. Like, it's it can be good for sure. But like, I like I don't know something about the the basic bitch in me. I just like raw spinach. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, just cook cook myself uh, uh, an animal part, you know, for meat. Mm. Little greens on the side. Yeah, yeah. That is um, one of
2: my. I don't. I don't. I don't usually do New Year's resolutions, but um, like this year, like I stopped drinking in September. I don't smoke pot anymore. I'm in the gym almost every day, every other day usually. But um, so, kind of, my New Year's resolutions are already in process. But I'm I'm going to try out the carnivore thing this year. I think. Yeah. Well, it, not like the whole year, but like I, I want to get. I want to cut down to a certain weight and I'm going to try that, see how it goes. Like, not not strict carnivore, just, like, no, no bread, no sugar, you know. Yeah. Any carbs or sugar I'm getting are coming from fruits and vegetables, and, you know, just eating clean. Drinking only water, no sodas. So that's my big goal it, right now. It can be done, man. Well, because <sighs> I've been doing it. Like, Monday through Friday, I'm drinking water and eating eating lean protein, and that's pretty much it. You know, eating once a day most days, but then Friday kicks in, and it's like pizza ice cream because <laughs> i mean because i'm not drinking anymore i have to I have to replace it with something
0: yeah man like dude i did uh, last year I, I i've i don't think i've fallen off the way i fell off but i've still got dragged by the wagon yeah. you know i'm still with the wagon but um for like the intermittent fasting that uh, made me lose all the weight last year i had um that uh, would set myself like all right if i if the pains like early in the day become too much because i would skip breakfast yeah Uh, because like that's the easiest time to like continue the fast don't break fast Mm -hmm. keep fasting like i'll give myself like like one cup of coffee or like my one snack for the day like as opposed to having it like dessert or whatnot just have it to tide me over till it's meal time yeah and like it it works like it's um you know it's all about caloric intake Mm -hmm. so it's a numbers game um it would probably do a lot better if i started running again you know that's my number one weakness
2: i i can lift weights for three hours and i I, I like lifting (laughs) i I love i love it like i i always thought it was kind of like a meathead you know uh chad bro thing to do but then when i once i started doing it Man, you, if I don't have anything to do, I'll just live for two hours straight, and I've and I love it. But you, want, you get me on a treadmill for ten
0: minutes, like I would rather, I would rather fight a rat. Just kill me. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just go ahead. Just toss me in a hole in the ground and just be done with it. But no, like the older I get, and like I've realized, like you know, as as like a new year like comes across, you, normally like. To to seriously answer your question, normally I already sort of have an idea of like what I want to do the following year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like especially with um like with me where I like I like um you know working on like bigger projects in my and as far as like my hobbies. So, you know, making records, painting, something I can I I can't get instant gratification with. Right. You know? Um but as far as, like, self-improvement, oh, yeah, dude, like, there's, like, there's oodles, you know? I've, I've learned in, like, the past, I've, I've been in this house now three years, Ted. Been the past year, like, 20, 2020 was a little, uh, it was a little maddening, I think, for everybody, but. Yeah, because this year started in 2020.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> March March eleventh, twenty one year ago. God
0: damn. I was talking with somebody. I was like, I was like, you know, the the Capitol insurgency was not even a year ago. Yeah, it was almost a year ago. Yeah, and like I was, uh, like what on the day that happened, I'm like I'm watching on my news feed because I I think that was like kind of like the the big event of like. Like January or whatnot, you know, was what happened on January 6th. Oh, yeah,
2: it'll be in history books like it was a fucking uh, invasion with, mm-hmm. um,
0: you know, M16s and. Most dangerous LARPers you've ever seen in your life, guys. <laughs> Grandmas with selfie sticks. Oh, my God. But, like, it was. Like, I'm watching, I'm like. Like, this looks like a fucking trap, y'all. Why would they be. Letting you in? Why would there be minimal security? Yeah, like for this kind of thing, and why would the president himself be encouraging folks like, "Oh, I'll go on down there and show them you mean business." Oh, I'm going to be there too. <laughs> I'll
2: meet. You, I, I'll meet you there.
0: I should've listened to Alex fucking Jones on his megaphone. I'm telling you, it's a trap! <laughs> Do not. We need to stay outside! Protest so peacefully! Admiral Akbar up in his bitch. He was, he was. Uh, Gay Frog shouting self. The, Admiral <laughs> Akbar. That as long
2: it it has it has been such a long year, cause that does that does seem like a long time ago now. But um that was That was the last day.
0: That like I never bought into the QAnon thing. I, no, we, I remember like, we talked about it on the first episode where I was like, I was like, there's. I think you would even remark like it's a pretty good LARP if like they got it yeah. like as far as like if it doesn't be a psyop, they're doing a really good job. And of that's it. I mean I think that's what it was like. I I never bought into it. I
2: followed it. You know, there was parts of it that I was like, oh man, I hope they I hope they get these motherfuckers. Yeah, but regardless of whether. Q was a real thing, which you know. In retrospect, it was a it was it's what they call a uh, a limited hangout. So they we were talking about a little bit about this earlier. They feed you little bits of truth to get people attracted, and then once they have you in this corral, you know they they kind of um, they section you off from the rest of the population. You're you're isolated in this like conspiracy think tank, basically, Mm -hmm. where you're just it's a church. Yeah, it's a it's a it's an like. It's an echo chamber of, like, exponentially...
0: uh, I hate the word radical, but, you know... That's how people become radicalized, because there's only one truth. They figured it out. Right. And that they know.
2: And and what... (laughs) I I think I talked about this a little bit last time. Like, the difference between what Q was saying on the internet versus what the people who followed Q turned it into, like, like, there were some interesting... Um, Q drops. You know, a lot. A lot of people found out about Epstein that way. That's how I found out. Well, if you were on, if you were on certain parts of the internet in 2015, you already knew about Epstein. Like, I, I, I mean, I didn't know the details, but like, I, I knew Epstein was a guy. I knew that Bill Clinton had been on the Lolita Express. Like, I, I knew about that before Qanon became a thing. But so when q started coming about and then it got more and more popular i started hearing about it on conspiracy podcasts then it's on the fucking news like they don't talk about um area 51 and the fake moon landing on cnn you know you know <laughs> <what I mean? laughs> so when when qAnon started getting covered on the news i was like what the fuck is going on here you know like and and the, these different conspiracy shows I'm listening to some people are like man I think this might be real I think Trump is Trump really is he's our guy he's the
0: white knight yeah he's like <laughs> here to
2: save the planet and and then there's other people who like in retrospect like I I should have like cuz I, I stayed on the fence throughout the whole th- the whole thing I wanted to see how it was going to play out you right. know I, I didn't want to say this is real I didn't want to say oh this is bullshit I want to see how it played out and there was there was people saying from day 1 Watch out! This is some. This is they're trying to trap you in this in this shit. And January sixth, that was the that was the. I was like, okay, you got you got me. You know what I mean? Like this was all fake. They they lured everybody in with a little bit of truth. And I don't think there's been a, a drop from Q since then. Or, or I think maybe the maybe January twenty third when they when they verified the election mm-hmm. that was it was over. And now. Uh anything that you have to say against um COVID mandates or um any the and, election, and, results. Yeah, election results. The election results. Or uh when the when the actual mainstream news covers that CIA agents are being uh are being convicted of pedophilia. Well oh you're just one of those Q-tards. You yeah. you you want them you want them flat earth uh Flat, flat, Earth, interdimensional pedophile believers, and and I mean it's it's really genius when you look back on it, but uh, it, it's it's mind it's mind blowing how well planned the whole thing must have been, you, you know for it, for it. I mean this goes back five years.
0: Yeah, well I I had um before like I uh, knew what Q was, like I I had um. It's around the same time that uh, I had, like started uh, watching flat earther arguments was uh, the Pizzagate like stuff right. as far as like the the pedo culture that seems to be permeated in Washington D.C. and stuff in WikiLeaks that was tying into it. So a lot of the stuff that like the QAnon followers were talking about, I could see like. Yeah, not 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 too far. It was probably like six months or so before January six. On like certain groups, people had added me to where like they were talking about uh, the FBI confirmed uh, the like the pizza symbology being related right. to pedo culture and like uh, you know the Podesta emails and whatnot. I'm like the the FBI didn't confirm any of that. Mm. Like that's that's WikiLeaks. Like that's. Like what was leaked? Like the what the FBI document they only put out was I think in the early 21st century, where it had four symbols. Yeah, the the logos. Yeah, where, where ones like a butterfly, ones a swirl, mm-hmm. ones like a paperclip, and you start seeing that tied in to like this particular uh, disgusting culture in DC, where like there's bands that are a part of it. Mm-hmm. And it ties in the symbology, and there's pizza shops in it that have, like, the people involved with it, even their art is, like, really unsettling. And, I, I started going really deep. The Flat Earth stuff kind of, like, made me change my perception about maybe I should humble myself a little bit more. Because there was a lot of arguments that they presented that I was like, I had no idea, like like, this kind of stuff was in here. I thought it was literally there. Like, the meme thing, like, like you know, like a, a flat disc floating in space right, and shit. Right, right, yeah. Or well, like, well, and that
2: stuff's more fun, to me, anyway, like, uh, to go, whoa, I never thought about it like this. Yeah. Right. Like, and I can't prove it one way or the other. Maybe you're right, I don't know. And that that's the fun side of it, and then you get into the... Uh, yeah, the Pizzagate stuff was really that dark. That shit's
0: dark. Man. <laughs> like, really dark. Um, but like this, you know, this was before a lot of crackdowns on YouTube and at the same time it was when these folks in these communities online that what eventually got tied into and some of them did get radicalized into the QAnon movement was this anti pedo culture, mm-hmm. where you had these folks that were in IT and uh, information security and like hacker culture, that were not about this human trafficking like pedo stuff and they started like really like putting forth this stuff but then you start seeing the like where we go one we go all and it's like what the fuck are you guys talking about and they're like we encourage you all to take the pledge online it's like what like why like why like we were talking about you know uh, i think before we got started that like the epstein and gillane stuff you know what the important stuff that it was tied to, right? And like that, the Pizzagate stuff was tied to. It was like, yo, there seems to be some really dark art shit, like legitimately tied, like a secret religion of celebrities and like millionaires. Like that's you. Know, you they make politicians. Yeah, they make fun of Scientology for being a, a church for only the rich. Meanwhile, there's like actual churches. It seems for just the rich. That, that involve human trafficking. Yeah, like the, like the most disgusting crime you can imagine. Like, like essentially, like uh, but no, no, no. Like Dionysus type culture where yeah. Epstein was like a pimp for what do you want? Right, you got the money. We'll get you whatever you want. Your fantasies, however dark they are, they would make them come true. Like. And like the the more and more of like stuff gets, I think they have to individually request the what was it FOIA Freedom of Information yeah. Act stuff. Oh, yeah. So like, and they have like thousands of them, and some of them they're learning that like the they're already in the database.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So like, how how did he get all of his stuff like again? So it it seems like that uh, not only was he the pimp. And Ghislaine was more or less his boss and girlfriend. Right. But that the intelligence communities knew about it and they were using it to compromise, like, really powerful people. Royalty. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Royalty. Not just, you know, not, you know, high level businessmen, not the president of the fucking United States, the, the prince of
0: fucking England. I don't know what and happened. So, uh, I never met Jeffrey before. I don't uh, know why it sounds like Michael Keane, but I've <laughs> never met him, never seen him, Michael, never been Michael. Look, 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 Ted. I'm telling you something.
1: Some yeah, people. I wouldn't
0: lie to you.
2: Look at me.
1: I wouldn't <laughs> lie
2: to you. Some people just want to see the world bird. The so <laughs> <laughs> the, the Batman.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> look, Master Wayne... So the <laughs> It's a very pleasing voice to talk in as well. My, uh, I would I'm not to, saying that I'd never been to the island. I'm just saying I wouldn't go if I were you. <laughs> i have listen to his
2: audiobooks. <coughs> but uh, um yeah, I mean the Maxwell trial I mean in a way it's 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 now that now that I'm thinking about it, it's kinda like the Q thing where Where's where's the mugshot, Ted? Well, it's almost like the opposite, kind of, uh, from the Q thing. Like, the Q thing, they bring you in with little bits of truth, and then by the end of it, they had people believing that, you know, RFK, or JFK Jr. He's coming back. back. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas, the, the Maxwell trial was almost the opposite, where... Like I'm going in this, going okay. The FBI, um, you know, they they had hard drives, they had DVDs, they had videotapes, they had security footage from Epstein's Island. You know, they had they have all this stuff that that implicates the world's most powerful people and the world's darkest crimes. What what the fuck is gonna happen? What was the trial about? It was about her procuring seventeen-year-olds for Epstein, and that was it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, right, you've got. Wasn't the didn't the judge uh, say the documents uh, or documents, the data, pretty much the evidence should remain sealed for the
2: public's benefit? Yeah, because it was the the public is too sensitive to find out what was in. What, and-
1: you can't handle the truth. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding
1: me? <laughs>
2: I mean, and there, there, was, there was, you know, if you, if you follow the conspiracy culture, uh, there's stuff that's going to come out that's shady. You know what I mean? They're, they're yeah. going to point out every little shady thing. The judge was part of uh, Quill and Dagger, which is the female correspondent uh, or the female basically companion group to uh, Skull and Bones, the Yale Secret Society, mm. which is 100% real. George Bush and John Kerry were both in it. And it came up in, in in the debate cycle of that, yeah. of that election, where, just fun fact, uh, George Bush Jr. had to lay in a coffin naked and masturbate while he uh, recited his sexual history in front of every other current member of Skull and Bones, which included his father, who was alive at the time. So, this is the kind of people. <laughs> this
0: is the kind of people that run the world. Now we know you're a real man, George Jr. <laughs> you did good out there today, kid. So, so I mean that. that what the fuck? <laughs> Look at my boy stroke that dick. Oh so
2: so I mean that. Jesus Christ! Right right off the bat, right off the bat, I'm like, okay, this this whole trial wasn't the the prosecutor also had a, the prosecutor was James Comey's daughter, which. Um,
0: it's like the Trump lawyer, right? Yeah, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's no connection there, right? <laughs> and,
2: why well, actually, this brings me back to you know how I said January 6 was like my cutoff date for believing any of that bullshit, right? Right. Okay, so, um, <laughs> like what what hope I did have in Trump, like the, I, I gave Trump a pass on the um on the heavy lobbying for Israel because they all fucking do that. You know what I mean? Like it, he sounds Jewish, yeah. <laughs> Trump. I mean, he totally sounds Jewish, but I mean, every, every president we've ever had basically supports it supports Israel, whether, you know, whether you like it or not. It's, and you if you look at our Congress, it's like the number of congressmen that we have that have dual citizenship with the United States and Israel is mind blowing, which I don't care how you feel about Israel. I, I don't think that there should be people with dual citizenship from any country affecting the laws that we pass in this country.
0: No, like, and not to sound like I, because I I don't don't know enough of the points to argue it well to support like nationalism or anything like that. So I don't want to sound like nationalist, but um, I feel that if you're an elected official, you should only have citizenship here in America. Um, I mean, it seems like a common sense ba- you know, baseline rule. I think it, now. Don't get me wrong. I think it should be uh, easier to uh, earn citizenship mm-hmm. in America. Um, you know the. I'm, I don't know about the the notion of like residency, as far as like how you handle like that argument. You know because right. like it's, it's a different argument. You know somebody's a resident versus if they're um, a citizen. But um do you follow uh, uh Ed Calderon at all? Ed's manifesto? I don't no, I don't think I've heard of that. Um he uh used to uh, not to I may get it wrong, but he used to essentially be a drug task force uh, agent in Tijuana and now he just tours around teaching uh, folks about like uh, survival and like uh like okay. um I guess essentially like self defense with like knives and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but um, he does uh, a lot of uh, documentary uh, work on uh, the cartels down in Mexico, and he was talking about as far as like the border crisis and like it's and it's still a, like a crisis down there, you know, and human traffickers like they 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 do take advantage of that situation, like so like these these ice camps that they'll house people in. Well, I mean. The, the coyotes are in there with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will just drop them off. And, and... Yeah, so, like, it's... And why they do that? Well, I imagine because the path to citizenship is really hard, but uh, Ed uh, 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 brought up this point that what's happening in Mexico is you've got a terrorist organization, the cartel, mm-hmm. that has control of the country. And what the U.S. should do is recognize that in the, across the South, like, if, if they're going to do all this stuff, that there is a terrorist organization mm-hmm. that is uh, in charge of the government in Mexico. There's arguably one in charge of the American government <laughs> <Yeah>. as well. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, like, for, like, this argument of the border crisis, what would happen is that anyone coming from Mexico is seeking asylum. Right. Right. And so, like... You mean if they
2: were to recognize the cartel as exactly, a terrorist organization? Uh, exactly. Okay, I see what you're saying. Well, they'll never recognize them as a terrorist organization as long as they're benefiting from their actions. Well, they're selling guns to them as well. Obviously. Well, yeah. I, I, <laughs> that, dude, it, if... Uh, I voted for Obama in 08, okay? But, and there's a lot of fucked up shit that Obama did that turned me off. But the number one, the number one thing that I was like, alright, fuck you, dude, was Operation Fast and Furious. That's where they they gave. They didn't. Well, they might have sold it. I want to say they just straight up gave a a shitload of guns to the Mexican cartel. And the idea was that they were going to track the serial numbers and uh, you know they were going to they were going to follow the cartel into Mexico and they were just going to blow blow the whole operation apart and arrest everybody. That never fucking happened. And those guns were used to kill American citizens. The the million the Mexican cartels. (laughs) went to battle with the uh, Mexican army and won.
0: Yeah. Like, was it Chapo's son? El Chapo's son got, like, arrested, so they showed up with a tank? Like, I don't know about that. There is one story, I may be butchering it, but there's one story where, like, one of the, the cartels showed up with a tank to, like, get some dude out of prison. And of course, they're like, "All right, here he is." Yeah, what else are you gonna do? There is a fucking tank outside. <laughs> like, have a good day. Yeah, yeah, you may survive the the shell, but the whole building's gonna fall. Well, it's just like it's just
2: like um, the terrorist organization in the Middle East that we fought so hard against. Uh, to, I mean, ultimately, what we were doing was we were seizing the the poppy flower. Supply the opium supply. Yeah, you know, it just it just happened to line up there right after we got involved in Afghanistan that the opioid crisis just came out of fucking nowhere. Like we 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 go we go we go into these. I mean, the Mexican cartels, its own thing. I I wouldn't be surprised if we set it up. But we go to these other countries and we arm we arm these people that that are labeled as uh, moderate. The moderate rebels, you know, there's the terrorists and the moderate rebels. It's really it's just two groups killing each other, and we pick one side, give them guns, yeah, and then eventually the side that we picked, they, uh, they somehow they go from moderate rebels to terrorist organizations, and then whenever you point out that the U.S. government created this terrorist organization, you get called a fucking whack
0: job. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a far right wing conspiracy <laughs> you want theory
2: You're one of them QAnons. That's
0: with, uh, that's with everything. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank goodness that you know we 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 realize that the big pharmaceutical companies are now here to, to save, save the us. day. But the the, oh, the look, opioid crisis is it's actually over. Like. The, yeah. <laughs> The, yeah, apparently done. the
2: uh, seasonal flu. is Human also.
0: trafficking also—it's done. The it's se- over. The
2: seasonal flu doesn't exist anymore. No,
0: no. What's—it's weird. COVID wiped it out. It yeah. seems for and, a whole year. Well, you
2: know what it was—is everybody was social distancing and wearing their masks like they're supposed to. That's why nobody catches the flu anymore. Surely it wasn't because the PCR test didn't work, <laughs> or <laughs> or may, or it—it well, it de- <laughs> it definitely wasn't because they just changed the name of the seasonal flu, uh, which so, you, somehow you magically brought this back to what. A point I was trying to make earlier, I was giving Trump all these passes on all this bullshit because, you know, everybody hated him. And so that, obviously, being a contrarian that I am, I thought he was kind of cool. So
0: <laughs> well, They hated him for seemingly, like, whatever the news was saying. It's like, why, why do you give a shit what the news thinks yeah. about, like, about, they're all criminals.
2: Well, and so <laughs> now now that he hasn't been president for a while... People are talking about his run in twenty twenty four, which I honestly I could give a fuck. I don't want to see Trump versus Biden part two. It's like the oh most the God. most boring fucking. Like they're both like on their deathbed. Uh, uh, Biden, I don't think will make it. To I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. But um, one way or the other, but tr- Trump has has basically been campaigning, taking credit for all these vaccines. And I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? You don't even do you even know who your fucking base is. Like, your your base is the one out there saying this shit is fake, take off your mask, you know, like, and you're out there, oh, you need to take credit, oh, yeah, we got it done with...
0: Uh. I want this, this is more important to me, listen, listen, I want to have a legacy. They've ruined my legacy with everything else in the history books, but this will ensure my place in
2: in the Hall of Fame. My, my legacy is a vaccine that doesn't work against a disease that isn't dangerous. It's like, dude, come on! What what the fuck are you doing? It, it it's like he he's pan, he's pandering to to the fucking Sean Hannity uh, milk toast conservative uh, wing of the population,
0: which is it, it is dead. Supposedly, he received a uh, this is anecdotal. I don't have any you know way to prove it. But supposedly, he received just say a th- million dollar. Uh, booster no pun intended <laughs> from Pfizer um, upon uh, becoming the president what
2: if you just say it's from an anonymous source I have to believe it um, it came to me in a vision <laughs> I mean I, I it, it it makes sense to what's happening now so I'll just say it's true I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, but it, it does seem that way because, like, 2020, like, the, the instant you started seeing these governors started making criminals out of ordinary people mm-hmm. just for, like, disobeying their, their temporary mandates. For going to work? Yeah, or for keeping their business open. Sometimes even an at-home business. Like a woman in New York was told to shut down her online shop by the cops with governor decrees. Like the instant that shit started happening, he should have sent the feds in. Yeah, And should have like immediately, uh, what is it, um, Insurrection Mm -hmm. Act or whatnot. I think that's what it's called. But in, instead, you don't have that, and you see this theater build up to where even... I think voter fraud always happens. I think, yeah. I, I think it happens on a micro level every election cycle. Yeah. I think, however, this past election cycle, it has now become taboo to even suggest that, oh my goodness, there may have been some shady business mm-hmm. going on at the polls. Yep. A, a, a lot of these... Arguments that they'll point out that like well, you know They had all these cases and they got thrown out dismissed. There was a hefty chunk of them in Pennsylvania That the reason they were dismissed is the judge said you're essentially you're not the person That should be presenting this we have other people Designed like in this court that should be presenting these arguments so because you are not qualified your argument is dismissed right. and sometimes these <clears throat> were even people that were in charge of the polls yeah. themselves so like whenever you essentially say that like no all of it's good there nothing's wrong with it it tells me we're not all living in reality no i know
2: the same people who are saying that frodo uh, frodo fraud. <laughs> frodo
0: <laughs> mr frodo <laughs> <laughs> mr
2: voter the, uh, the same people who are saying that voter fraud doesn't exist anymore, even though you go back to the 2000 election, voter fraud obviously happened then.
0: Yeah, the they, news just said, okay, uh, Bush won. Okay, yeah, the, the, <laughs>
2: the, the same people who were calling out the election being fraudulent back in the year 2000 are the same people saying that voter fraud doesn't exist anymore. How dare you question our democracy? But the set those same people are the ones who will say the media was lying to us about uh, weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, but they would never lie to us about a global pandemic.
0: The I, I mean, I, you're not wrong, you know, I know I-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the uh, one of the most frustrating aspects of seeing people I love and people I care about. Most of whom think I'm crazy, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, I, I probably a little bit. I think you have to be at this point to have like I think that I've got like something like a week or two worth of just me talking like on the internet. Oh yeah, that's scary to think about. <laughs> yeah, like like, whew. God bless every single one of you bastards that have uh, tuned in to listen to. To a me rant and rave with all my friends. But um, it's seeing people that before the election results came in were saying that I'm not trusting this vaccine. Oh, yeah. Because they hated Trump and they didn't trust Operation Warp Speed, which I agree with that. I didn't either. <laughs> I don't trust it either, folks. Yet then they switched completely... Whenever a new captain of the guard comes in and they're like, Well, thank goodness, now I can take the vaccine. Yeah. Meanwhile, the, the vaccine was never the manufacturers never changed. It's
1: the same fucking product. Like the same
0: thing I do not I d I don't I don't get it. And people have become like so insistent. And whenever you you just try to, like, talk with some of them about, like, maybe understand the varied perspectives on this as far as why people are skeptical, hesitant, or refusing this. And it seems to be that these aren't nutcase arguments that, you know, we're making here. These are, like, legit concerns. And to see these folks... Become such zealots and just with this almost Disney esque focus of just like, if everybody just does it, we can get back to normal. It's like, you're, you're, we're all slaves to these people to a certain degree. Like, unless you are like, like we were talking earlier, like, unless you can afford to like buy your own boat or plane. Or island. Or island. <laughs> like, you know, to, like, get around a lot of this stuff. Oh, you got a lizard bonkers? Don't let them in the house. I'll let you deal with them. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: uh, ze- zealot is the right word, because what we're seeing is a religious movement. That, it that's it what's is, man. Here's the... So, what...
0: And they're shaming people. Like, publicly, <laughs> it's acceptable to shame people. Like, and, and some folks, like... They they have this preconceived notion that the only folks that feel this way are like MAGA cult members. Right. As we point out before, Trump is trying to embrace the vaccine right. culture. So well, it's it's not the MAGA
2: people who are crazy. It's
0: Aside from that, have 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 any of these white boys ever had black friends before? <laughs> like, you know, black people are not some homogenous group. You know what I mean? Right. A lot of conspiracy culture like modern western music is derivative of black culture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like when you when you start looking and listening to some of the arguments of black conspiracy theorists and why they're skeptical of any government approved or forced uh, vaccination or injection on people you kind of broaden your horizons a little bit yeah you know but these folks don't want to look at the, like anything like that Wait, to, you, to them it's just look I'm only trying to talk with vaccinated people right. um, it's it's like when I was a teenager and like there'd be like a cute girl and she'd be like um I only date Christian boys it's like what like I I go to church, like yeah, you go to the wrong church. Yeah. It's like, oh I
2: Well, so okay, to compare it to Christianity, not that I, I like Christianity, like I, I think it might be true, honestly. But uh, to compare it to Christianity, uh, we're all born with original sin, right? We're we're uh, we're naturally broken, okay. naturally prone to evil. Well, so to compare that to the new religious movement that's happening today, we're all. Uh, We're all born sick. We can get each other sick. We have to, you know, so... uh, Let's
0: redesign the human
2: immune system. Right, right. so the way way, way to um, combat your original sin is you have to take the sacraments of of the religion, you know, your uh, communion, your baptism, and to fight the original sin of being unvaccinated, you take the sacraments of your... um, two or three or four Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson shots, you know, that will be increased. It's only 26 boosters to flatten the curve. (laughs) So, okay, all right, that actually brings up a good point. What is the difference between the first and second shot and the boosters? I have no idea. There is none. So it's just more. It's the exact same shot. There's no difference. Okay, let me ask you this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's the same fucking shot I mean I figured that But like There's some silly questions
2: That like you don't even ask yourself I know know? I I didn't think of this myself This was pointed out to me And it blew my fucking mind too Okay Um, What is the difference between uh, SARS-CoV-2 The original COVID-19 coronavirus And the Delta variant Um
0: the Delta variant has Kurt Russell. <laughs> what? Well, the the medical not not all of them. Just they had they needed they needed something durable and strong. They're like, oh, who can we get? They're like, let's get Kurt Russell's DNA. We'll mix it in there with a the spike protein. Jesus Christ! And the crust, you know, the crust never rusts. <laughs> so. Kurt, I know you listen to every show, and I—I I didn't mean to to tell to tell your visit. Text me later. We'll talk. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. The uh, he's going to be mad. Yeah,
2: you put your putting your uh, homie on blast.
0: But so the, it happens. The,
2: the the medical authorities. This is mainstream information. This is not a quote unquote conspiracy theory. This is this is true. The there is no test for the Delta variant. Anytime that someone who has been vaccinated tests positive for COVID-19, it is assumed to be a new variant. It's Delta. They just call it Delta. There is no test. And the same thing with the new Omicron. There is no test for the original COVID-19, the Delta variant, or the Omicron variant. And as you were saying earlier, I don't know the what's the difference between... Or, you know, what's the difference between... People who used to question the government, but now they're they're falling in line with whatever the TV tells them. And I'll tell you what it is: it's pattern recognition. How so?
0: So because that's interesting. The, the, I know, I know, I'm scrolling through.
2: My phone no, right no, you're now. fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I, I, I always know you have
2: good reasons, but uh. so. In the in conspiracy culture, you'll see people. Um, I don't I don't like to I don't like to use the comparison of people and animals, but you see it a lot. Sheeple, you know, you know, right? Uh, you
0: NPCs.
2: Uh, yeah, I I don't like that comparison, but I I um to call people goldfish, I think uh, there is some utility in that mm. because um, the forgetfulness. Yeah, like so. I, who knows if it's true? Goldfish supposedly have like a six second memory you know they they look in their reflection and then they turn around and they turn around again and they don't recognize their own reflection then I I think that that's the difference between me a conspiracy theorist and your you know regular Joe off the street who just listens to whatever the TV tells them is that they don't they don't remember what happened 20 years ago when the government was lying about weapons of mass destruction they don't remember you're talking about the uh, the black community especially in conspiracy culture Nobody knows what the Tuskegee experiments were, and it wasn't that long. It was like the seventies, I think. It was from the forties until the seventies. They they um, promised. So it was it was specifically in uh, Macon, Alabama. They 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 promised these um, black communities free health care to treat syphilis
0: because there was there was a and a, they injected them with syphilis. Well, no,
2: that's that's not actually true. Mm. Um I think there, there is another there is another similar experiment where people were injected, but specifically the Tuskegee experiment, it was people who there was a, there was a syphilis epidemic. I mean, that could have happened, but this is the official the official story that the government has apologized for is that there was an epidemic of syphilis in the 1940s, and so they went to this community in Alabama, promised all these people free health care um, if they would participate in this study but instead of actually providing them free health care they were given placebos they were left untreated and this went on until the 1970s and a shitload of people died because of that so the next time you want to take free health care or free advice or if, anytime you want to do anything involved with your health and it,
0: uh, it's coming from the government
2: there there's an example right
0: there well, when you're when you're not sick you know what i mean mm-hmm. like I was talking with a nurse friend of mine not too long ago and I was like one thing that like got me so from the start as far as like because like you know my brain's been broken a few times so like with the pattern recognition stuff like I'm, I'm able to pick up on like this is a campaign like it's a marketing yeah. campaign yeah. They're, they're, they're like trying to get people to pay attention and discuss certain things and come to a certain conclusion right. with it you know and This isn't A lot of people are dying I know they are But this is not a plague Like like. Find a, me one funeral home That is doing record
2: business I, I haven't tried but I mean I haven't I mean are there any funeral homes that just can't They, they keep talking about hospitals being overwhelmed
0: Are funeral homes being overwhelmed Well 2020 we weren't allowed to have funerals. When my grandma died, no funerals were allowed. Sorry. It's too risky. That's a fucking crime, dude. Yeah, I got to watch uh, Al Sharpton uh, celebrate George Floyd's life at his funeral on TV. Instead of uh, said my grandmothers, they died on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah sorry I'd I, I interrupted your point about your nurse friend no but I mean like that's like what what she was saying as well is that like there's there's all this stuff where medical admins they' they're giving like gag orders essentially mm-hmm. and uh, NDAs you know where they they they're not they're not allowed to disclose certain things otherwise they could lose their license because of it so there there's some big money being invested in this. If you think about also, like, why people also change their tone, a lot of people really like to travel and go to concerts and have fun. And if you just get the shot and you can prove you had it, then you can you can do all this stuff mm-hmm. again. And with a lot of folks, they're like, man, I do want to travel, and I do want to go to concerts. Really want to go to that concert. Yeah, and that's that's their price. Like, that's, that's what, like took them and a lot of folks once they do something they want others to be involved you know like and it's not that they're necessarily blinded to it but like they want to feel good about their decision yeah you know like we we all do whenever we you
2: know a lot of people take a risk (coughs) a lot of people feel tricked that they that they bought into this shot that they didn't fucking need and now they want everybody else to come with them because if i'm going to hell you're coming with me bro
0: yeah (laughs) yeah this is um That's why I had the phone out this is a this is dr. Robert Malone he's um I believe well he'll he'll tell you here it's audio only but um it's about four minutes
1: I'm a physician and a scientist hold on my name is Robert Malone I'm a physician and a scientist but more importantly I'm a father and a grandfather. I don't usually read from a prepared speech, but this is so important that I wanted to make sure that I got every single word and fact, scientific fact, correct. I stand by this statement with a career dedicated to vaccine research and development. I'm vaccinated for COVID, and I'm generally pro-vaccination. I've devoted my entire career to developing safe and effective ways to prevent and treat infectious diseases. After this, I'll be posting the text of this statement so that you can share it with your friends and family. Here's the thing. Before you inject your child, a decision that is irreversible, I wanted to let you know the scientific facts about this genetic vaccine, which is based on the RNA vaccine technology I created. There are three main issues that parents need to understand before they take this irrevocable decision. The first is that a viral gene will be injected into your parents' cells. This gene forces your child's body to make toxic spike proteins. These proteins often cause permanent damage in children's critical organs. These organs include their brain and nervous system, their heart and blood vessels, including blood clots, their reproductive system, and most importantly, this vaccine can trigger fundamental changes to their immune system. The most alarming point about this is that once these damages have occurred, they are irreparable. They cannot be reversed. You can't fix the lesions within their brains. You cannot repair heart tissue scarring. You cannot repair a genetically reset immune system. And this vaccine can cause reproductive damage that could affect future generations of your family. The second thing you need to know is about the fact that this novel technology has not been adequately tested. We need at least five years of testing and research before we can really understand the risks associated with this new technology. The harms and risk from new medicines often become revealed many years later. I ask you to ask yourself, as a fellow parent if you want your child to be part of the most radical experiment in human history. One final point the reason they're giving you to vaccinate your child is a lie. Your children represent no danger to their parents or grandparents. It's actually the opposite Their immunity after getting COVID is critical to save your family, if not the world, from this disease. Finally, in summary, there's no benefit for your children or your family to be vaccinating your children against the small risks of the virus, given the known health risks of the vaccine that is apparent you and your children may have to live with for the rest of your lives the risk benefit analysis is not even close with this vaccine for children as a parent and grandparent my strong recommendation to you is to resist and fight to protect your children
2: (sighs) That's from
0: the inventor of mRNA vaccines. They, um. They moved to his, um, his Twitter account after he, um, he dared talk on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast. I haven't even listened to the podcast Biscuit was telling me about it and saying that, like, I should really listen to it. So I think Joe had him back on today. But, yeah, that's him. That's the guy. And
2: you notice he used the word. Technology, this new technology, not yeah. this not this new treatment, not this new vaccine, because it's
0: not a vaccine. It's gene therapy. That's exactly what it is. It 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 rewrites the it, it. the fuck. Oh, that's from the park. Oh, <laughs> it's bonkers. First, <laughs> <laughs> like, damn the lizard. Fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little lizard. Just hear this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah it rewrites um, everything with your immune system like and like once it gets like flushed out of you you gotta go back and get more yeah. well some of these things some of the what are they called lipicides I think that they um, attach the spike protein to or vice versa but they they can go through your circulatory system, and they, they just make little incisions. They just make little cuts as they go through. And it, they can then leave your circulatory system and then go to other parts of your body. Now, I'm no epidemiologist. This may be normal. I, I don't know. But what they're saying is that with some people, what seems to happen is that it will then target different aspects of the host and will stay longer, so they'll look into your blood system to measure, like, what whatever the count is they're looking for to determine if you need another booster mm-hmm. or not. Meanwhile, there could be more of it in your body. They're not... It's de- not in your blood. Yeah, that they're not detecting. Ah. Uh, so, then they inject you with even more, and... Meanwhile, it's depositing in your uterus or your... Or your brain, brain or your or, heart, yeah. like, scarring up, like, your heart tissue. Right. And you know, like your your heart tissue, like like once once you get that scarring on there, the heart doesn't repair itself. No. You know, like and meanwhile, completely
2: unrelated issue, um, there's articles coming about coming out about how children are having
0: heart attacks because of climate change. Well, we better shut the fucking thing down again, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, sorry folks, we didn't get it right last time. That I mean, that's what's going to happen. Oh, you know,
2: you know those uh, those lockdowns, <laughs> the the first lockdowns. You know what? The dolphins came back. To uh, Venice or whatever, you know that from the very beginning of the COVID nineteen crisis, they were talking about how good lockdowns were for the environment.
0: What's What's funny about all that is a lot of people don't want to, I guess, recognize that within the climate change movement, there seems to be a fair amount of eugenesis in it. That are all about. We don't really need this many people. Oh yeah, we, we we don't really need. Think we need to. You know, this Earth is bad enough. Like like we're gonna have to go to Mars eventually. So we should probably just go ahead and get rid of like a lot of people. Well, it's like the aside, 20th century wasn't enough. Aside from the the <laughs> eugenicists, most people who believe
2: in like the green green movement are anti-natalists. They don't believe in having more children because there's already too many people. And then, in you, their city.
0: You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, I've had conversations online with with people who are like, "I'm an anti-natalist because the world is overpopulated." I'm like, "Where do you live?" And they're like, "A metropolitan <laughs> <it> area." <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, you live in a fucking concrete jungle. Like, come come to my come to where I live,
0: dude. I live on thirty acres in a fucking camper. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, a buddy of mine uh, stationed in Greece, and he was back home. And he's like, he's like, man. He's like, it's crazy seeing yards again. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, wherever he was at on like the island, he's at like nobody has a yard. It's just building, 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 building. Yeah, like everywhere. Yeah, they're all living
2: on top of each other. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when you've been in the same city for thousands of years, I mean, that's gonna happen, you know. Oh my gosh. But uh, so you look at these look at these um, non-governmental organizations like um, the Bill and, Mel- Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation or the World Economic Forum, who just happen to be <clears throat> like very militantly pro-vaccine, are also very green, pro-green agenda. Also happen to give speeches on uh, the utility of depopulizing the planet, depopulating the planet. Yeah. And, and, no, and nobody sees any connection
0: between these these three topics. Well, look at the work that's been done in Africa for making the world a better place. With vaccines? <laughs> with vaccines, with the green technology, where, like, in some places, it's like, well, because you have a despot as your leader, but, you know, quote-unquote democracy came to... You know you're uh, your war-torn country. We've set up new borders for you, and uh, your leader's going to be part of our green agenda to help make Africa a better place. So you guys actually don't need to have like you know capitalism <laughs> of any or any free trade like going on here or anything. Don't worry, we've nationalized your oil. This Chinese company is here. They're gonna they're gonna they've made sure to, to buy like all, all the oil you guys got. Right, so everybody gets a piece of the pie. Here's here's your money for your country's oil. <laughs> like it's that you 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 start looking at like it's what's brilliant is a lot of these people the argument for their enemies they'll use a lot of times is you know to, to vilify somebody is that well they're racist, they're white supremacists. Mm. And when you look at like the eugenics movement it's literally about like what pussy you fell out of. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> determines if you're a good or desirable person or not. So um uh, now the plebs will they'll keep whoever obeys, right? Right. So you know, everybody go out there get get your shots, get your boost. Uh, you don't have enough. Get another booster. Yeah. You need you need a few more boosters before you uh, you'll be allowed to get your groceries today, sir. Sorry, this vaccine passport is expired. Would you like to sign up for a free booster today? The,
2: so, oh, so what you were saying earlier about um, you're getting this you're getting this shot that basically resets your immune system, and then whenever you run out, you have to go back and get another booster. Yeah. So basically, I mean, the the best comparison I've seen is that they are what they're trying to do is they're trying to make the immune system a subscription service. Holy shit! So. <laughs> But the last time, and I mean, this is, you know, speculation, but. So, no, no, I'm falling. But the, so like the last time I was here, you were talking about, I believe it was, um, it was one of the big manufacturers. It was Pfizer or AstraZeneca, or AstraZeneca was talking about how the first round is going to be free. But next year we project, you know, this many profits because right. they're going to start charging people for these shots that if you get the first round or, you know, the first three or four, you know, supposedly you're going to have to keep getting them. Don't worry, we can tie right in with well, your insurance. E- even so. even if you don't, even if you don't actually have to keep getting them, I mean, they convince you to get the first one. You know, you, you're, they're going to convince you to keep getting them. Yeah, you know, so it's
0: it's it is like transhumanism.
2: That's exactly right? what it is, and it's um, Julian Huxley, Aldous Huxley's brother. Is um, that the Brave New? I, I don't so, read, so, but that's the Brave New World guy, Ald, right? Aldous, the, drug, the
0: drug guy, Aldous. Huxley. Aldous
2: Huxley wrote Brave New World. His brother Julian Huxley, so the whole Huxley uh, family is very well to do. Well, they're heavily involved in the transhumanism movement. Oh. Julian Huxley invented the term transhumanism. Oh, he also oh fuck, it's gonna, it's gonna leave my brain. <laughs> he um he said we can't use the word eugenics anymore. Fuck, what is the word? He he basically rebranded eugenics as. Oh, uh, fuck, Bio uh, metrics, biometrics.
0: I was about to say, they, uh, they did it as well to the eugenics, we had talked about it before, I think last year, uh, the Eugenics Society in the UK,
2: the, uh, the uh, Galton Institute.
0: Is that it? I think so. Doo, doo, doo. Let me see, the Oxford Vaccine Group. But that's that, that is what it, it's transhumanism. All of this, yeah, yeah. The Galton Institute. It was originally named the Eugenic Society. I don't know how I remember that. <laughs> but uh, so, like
2: this, the everything that's going on right now, especially if you listen to Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum, people like that, um, read the Huxleys, all, all these, all these uh, NGO think tank organizations. They're they're slowly manipulating the public it's through um, social uh, social engineering to basically it's an, it's an alchemical process basically so to basically ascend to the next level of evolution for humanity we have to I mean this is your this is your uh, the same people who are talking about downloading your consciousness into a computer to live forever yeah. you know, the, the, this is, this is also part of the same philosophy. We have to um, we have to go through the alchemical process to ascend to the next level. And basically the like um, j- the easiest way to explain alchemy is you have to destroy something to uh, solve et coagula. Solve et coagula is basically the motto of alchemy. Dissolve and coagulate. So you ha- you destroy something and then extract its essence. So like that's uh, it's that's how you um that's how you extract medicine from plant matter. It's how uh, uh, witchers can teleport. You take a flower. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you kind know, to kill it. But uh, and... that—I mean—that's that's where that's where medicine comes from. Uh, the the process you you take these plants and the way that people don't know this anymore because it's just all uh, oil. It's like byproducts of the petro- uh, petroleum. Yeah. Manufacturing uh, is how we get medicine. Yeah, it now. used to be mortar and
0: pestle. Right? Yeah, it
2: used to be you go out, you get certain plants that you knew had a certain uh, medical property. You put it in a mortar and pestle. You break it down. You you cook it. You know, you burn away all the shit you don't need, and what's left, that's the alchemical process. That's what that's what the these people have this philosophy is basically their religion that we have to destroy our current form of humanity so that we can transcend transcend humanity, transhuman. Right. Not everybody
0: gets to go. No fuck no. That's the. <laughs> that, I mean that, that, that's that's Esse- what essentially like if if you think about like in the subscription service uh, analogy, you know if if you can survive, no matter how many injections they give you, right? Mm-hmm. Then like yeah, you can. You'll need it to survive. Then I would imagine because it rewrites everything in you. Yeah. So. Your, if you don't keep injecting yourself, your body would essentially catch up to all the damage it's been. It's kind of like if you're, um, it's like a, on drugs. Yeah, yeah. If you're you know? addicted to
2: heroin, yeah. at a certain point, you have
0: to keep taking heroin or you will die.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I don't, honestly, I think that that's, it's partially it's it's the transhuman agenda, partially it's the de- depopulation agenda because a lot of people aren't going to make it. You know, and, that's, and that's the concept of the breakaway civilization that I'm obsessed with, is that, I mean, it, it goes back to Plato's Republic. They're, they're going to, they, they want to create, and this is what Brave New World is all about, they want to create two classes of human. They want to create the elite class who gets to live in the utopia where we have you know fully automated gay space communism. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then you have your surf class basically, which is ninety percent of the world who are all going to be uh, isolated into these smart cities, eating uh, bug protein like snowpiercer, you know, living in uh, with their masks a- a- apartments on apartments brought to you by Target. You know, <laughs> I mean that's that's literally yeah. like that. There's there's white papers written by these NGOs that say that that's what they want
0: to do. And well thank goodness the roof the road we're on is not leading in that direction, right? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. She bust, dude. With it's like uh, I don't know if I had mentioned it on the uh, on the podcast I had with uh, with uh, Ben Hedden or not, or if, if it was just when we was talking with him. But you know, we were talking about how like nobody wants to be told what to do. Right. So like, you know, the anarcho communist like stuff and like their point of view, like Oh, no, I agree with him on a lot. I just think Karl Marx is, like, wrong.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel the same
0: way about anarcho-capitalists. I'm like, yeah, I mean... That's that's kinda of what corporate fascism, the like a road to it like leads to, you know, where it's just like, well they, they have the right to do whatever they want. Right, yeah. It's like, oh do that. Yeah, they can buy all the land around your house and set up laser
2: turrets that will kill you if you step across this line. No. Yeah. <laughs>
0: not it's it's a private business. They they can be allowed to tell you that your child is actually not allowed to go to school today. Yeah. Or go, you're not allowed to go to the grocery <laughs> store. Sorry. But, Sorry, you you it's too risky. It's too <laughs> risky out there. And we've got climate change, and a new variant is out. Like we, we just, look, we just need you to stay just padlocked inside. Hopefully you'll die, I mean survive, <laughs> and we'll come back in two weeks and check on you. And like some countries are, and like communities are like, a okay with this? They're just like, all right, sounds good. Mm-hmm. When's the next Marvel movie coming out? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. It is. It is, man. And like you can go see Tool, <laughs> yeah. Like if you're all, vaccinated. All of all of that stuff. Like I was talking with another friend of mine about like all these like like tours that are coming up in 2022. And I was like I was like I think my days of big shows are over, man. Yeah. Like 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 and not that I'm happy about it, but like that like those kind of events seem to be. Kind of like something that I may not be allowed to participate in in the future. Right. And I'm okay with sacrificing that. Yep. Like, I'll go to dive shows and, like, you know, just, and I'll just still, like, keep making music for myself, you know, but, like, man, I'm, I'm glad I did get to see, a, a, you know, Tool and Mastodon and Primus and, you know, uh, big, big shows while I, you know, while I could. Well, I mean, you've got to. People have, uh, scrutinize me for
2: being willing to die on a hill of any kind you know and it, like i i drew a line in the sand very early in this i mean we can go you can go back a year almost two years when i you know i was on this show talking about how if you require masks in your uh business i'm not going to go to your business anymore
0: yeah i i did it for I, a little bit for like when it was I think it was, like, June or so. So it was, like, still in, like, the first couple of months, right. I think. And it was just for the grocery store. But then well, I, I started mean, seeing, like, other folks that weren't wearing them. I'm like, well, why the... F-? Like, yeah. Like, if I nobody mean, every- cares, then... Everybody was, you know, kind
2: of scared when it first started. I, I mean, I was like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. But I've, I've been in this world long enough to go, oh, remember swine flu? Remember, you know, H1N1? Remember uh, weapons of mass destruction? Remember anthrax? Remember the Tuskegee experiments? Remember this? You know, so I, you know, right when it started, I was like, this is all bullshit. But, you know, I, I'm kind of wait and see what's going on. But what what I mean is I, I drew a line in the very early. I said, I'm not participating in this. This is all bullshit and I was criticized for that whatever that, that's your opinion but uh, my question is what what hill are you gonna die on you know like okay when they when they come to vaccinate your kids when the uh, survival rate of this disease is this disease is 99.9% if you're under the age of 45 you know when when they uh, stop letting you go to work when they yeah. when they confiscate your house you know like When they come to your house and actually forcefully put that shit in your I mean what you know what what hill are you willing to die on? Like
0: I think a I think a lot of folks have no purpose in their life. Mm -hmm. And as as somebody who's felt like that before, you know, like it's it's a bitch to kinda get your mind out of that, like that gutter. But Whenever you, you you don't feel purpose, you're really easily manipulated. Yeah, and like people do this with church all the time. People do this with sex all the time. People do it with money and investments all the time. People, you know, like you'll do you'll do anything. You can recognize per, prey. Yeah, you know, like well, I mean, the, an, the
2: the the prey will do anything. You know, the people without purpose will do anything. Just to feel just a little bit
0: of a sense of purpose. Yeah, yeah. And when you keep keep an entire generation indoctrinated on Disney, right? Like, it's the first culture American kids are introduced to is Disney. Outside of, like, their own, like, home. Right. You know, it's, it's as far as, like, you, you look at, like, what that company is has accumulated over the years and what they own nowadays and what the darker side of that business has in its history and seemingly also like like they were having like cruise ships going to little saint james yep. you know well, epstein, just... epstein island like like what why are disney cruises going to the battle island well, just look at the narrative in their films
2: uh, why, why, Trauma initially. Yeah, why, like, why is it that every single family unit is missing at least one parent in every single Disney movie? I mean, there might be one. I can't think of one Disney movie where somebody has two parents. You know, they, well, they
1: do
0: in Frozen, but then they they kill them.
2: Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, they, I mean, they killed Bambi's dad. I mean, this shit goes back to the the very beginning. You know, like the. The Lion King. That's like the most traumatic shit in the world for a five-year-old. You know? Yeah,
0: brother. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what does he say "Long live the king"? Yeah, long live the king.
0: Should be Michael Caine. <laughs> long live dude. Uh,
2: king. Je- Jeremy Irons. That uh, he's a shit. I mean, he's a shit actor, like in uh live action. But goddamn, he's a good cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, you have to give him credit. I mean, because the, I mean, he has my favorite song in the Lion King. Well, I mean, that's what, what, that's what I was going to say. You have to give Disney credit because some of that music. Oh no! Some the, of that music, content is incredible. Amazing. Like, it, like it really is. Like, but it's social
0: engineering. There are adults I know that have more faith in NASA providing proof of aliens. Yeah. And Disney providing a fun, family-friendly time than they do in anything else. Oh, yeah. And, like, me personally, as far as amusement parks go, where's your fucking roller coasters at, Disney? That's a good point. Space Mountain. Are you fucking It goes 28 miles an hour. That's a good point. That's... Like, there, um, in the 90s, there was a roller coaster at uh, Kings Island, Cincinnati, called The Outer Limits. It was an indoor space-themed coaster, but it had a linear induction on it, which goes from 0 to 60 in 4 seconds. Now, technology's come way further, but this was like the 90s. It's still fast. Yeah, and <laughs> you're there in the station, and then, you know, boom, yeah. you just go. And like it beats the fuck out of you, or it, it doesn't exist anymore. I don't think, but it did. It like, like it's one of the ones that, I think it had four inversions. But it's one where, if you don't just like secure yourself on the G forces, your head's just gonna like rattle all over the mm. fucking place. But that's a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> Space Mountain, suck my dick. That's not a fucking like fun time. That's that's just like to say like, oh yeah, we rode Space Mountain. Oh I couldn't do it. Oh, too intense for me. <laughs> it's like really? Like you ever been kicked in the balls? That's way more intense than Space Mountain. Talk about a thrill. <laughs> oh my god. You'll see God himself appear to you. You <laughs> or the devil, you know. I'll fucking kill you, you fucking bitch! You uh, just in the
2: balls. Ep- Epcot, uh, actually, interestingly enough, was um, one of the first models for the, cultural appropriation. <laughs> well, for the, for the future smart cities that I was talking about a minute ago. Oh! Yeah. The, there's papers written on it. Um, the land for Disney World in Florida was also acquired by the CIA.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, when have they done anything shady? <laughs> Uh, Di- Disney, I mean, there's... Um... There's a lot of weird things with Disney and their parks. Uh, one, they, uh, they have scents, like S-C-E-N-T-S. It's like smells? Smells yeah. that they'll spritz out into the park that influence human behavior. I imagine to buy things or to like, you know, you know oh, I'm hungry. Doesn't that uh, smell good? Oh, somebody must be eating potato salad nearby or something. I'm smelling... You, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. It's social engineering, bioengineering Plus, nobody dies at Disney
2: I know, I know They
0: don't declare the corpse a corpse Until after it's off off the property Oh my god How does that even happen? Like, how, how much sway do you have to have? Well, when you're <laughs> when you're when you're the one of the like top five biggest companies in the world, like literally, when like you're, well, when you're taking children by the hand
2: and leading them into the new world order, uh-huh, you get a just get your shot. You get a little bit of leeway <laughs> when it comes to the uh, the legal, Damage, the legal system. Yeah,
0: Gore Smith. Jesus, sure wish you'd gotten your booster. <laughs> now we're going to have to take you to the dark side of Epcot.
2: There's, uh, back back when um, human trafficking, I mean, it still is, but back... back, No, they solved it, Ted. (laughs) Next subject. (laughs) Back when that was an issue people really really cared about, and this is one of those things, who knows if it's true, but um, I saw a thing going around a lot. There was uh, something about, like, um, they would bring victims of human trafficking to Disney World and like... Yellow dresses or some some shit like that. That's well, what. That's, that's what, the
0: happiest place on earth. <laughs> Who's gonna suspect a well, thing? And then they nobody
2: dies at Disney. And they definitely don't have underground tunnels that go all
0: across the park. No, they also don't have. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yearly busts of pedophiles or rapists or sex offenders arrested for doing shady shit that are Disney employees. Oh, shit. Like, every... year, It's like the Catholic Church with pedos with this fucking bunch. You know? Surprise, where there's a lot of kids, a lot of fucking perverts will show up. Sorry. Sorry. Minor attracted persons. (laughs) Don't want to sound like a fucking bigot to the people that fuck children. I hate to sound closed-minded on this show. You know? Was uh, Dan Schneider, he was high up at uh, Nickelodeon for a long time. Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: The... The... Foot pedo. Yeah, yeah. Tur- turns out he had a, f- a foot fetish, and um, what was the logo for Nickelodeon for se- several years in the
0: nineties? Foot, a big orange foot. Yeah, there's a there's a reel you can watch of like shows he's involved in, and even sometimes he'll make cameos or you know guest spots on the show, mm-hmm. and he'll be like touching the kids in yeah. a certain way. Yeah. Very very friendly with the with the female actresses. Yeah. But it's it's okay because like well we don't wanna ruffle any feathers, you know. (laughs) It's family friendly. Like like look, this 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 is a show for kids, you know. And you know, Dan Dan's been through a lot you know you know he just got divorced <laughs> well it, that's his wife Tammy found his box of CP in the closet oh she, jesus she just overreacted well you know there's a I, i'm i'm getting into the, you know the fuck all those
1: guys getting more into what?
2: the
0: into the gossip side of things but like there's a i think he got rehired after his Oh, Maybe yeah. not by Nickelodeon, but by like another like network, because he he hey, he he produced hot content. Look at his look at his track record. Yeah, we don't care if he's a pedo. You you're over it, right, Dad? Yeah, he said he's over it. He's not about <laughs> the feet anymore. Go ahead, sign the deal. When uh, I get ten percent off this motherfucker. Right? When he was like on camera, because you know he was
2: behind the scenes for a long time, and there was a few years there where he was on camera, like all like all the time. I got. I got. But uh, that was about the same time that Britney Spears' little sister, um, she had her little stint on Nickelodeon. and I forgot about
0: that. Yeah, like and then Jamie Lynn Spears?
2: Yeah, and then she ended up pregnant. And I don't think anybody really knows who the dad is. But uh, there's, a, there's a lot of accusations that's been thrown at Dan Schneider. Like I said, it's it's more rumor than anything. You know? Right. But
0: uh, it's, it's a sketchy fucking dude. I think that with a lot of these folks that are in this This community or whatnot, most of them were victims themselves, and they they stay in that community. Like if you just look at the Spears family, like you can see like Brittany's had damage done to her. Yeah. Her whole life. Her entire life. Like she has been forced to do like what her family wanted her to do, which seemed to be live vicariously through their kid mm-hmm. I like and I'm not trying to cast a broad brush at like all uh kids that want to be child actors and whatnot but the, the parents encouragement also like goes a long way well, with they, that kid not just you know? living
2: vicariously through but uh being paid by
0: yeah like profiting off of their child
2: yeah and there's a grown-ass woman who just got a smartphone for the first time this year like, she she finally got control of her Instagram
0: account, and all of a sudden she's taking naked pictures um, and shit. Cause God bless Britney. <laughs> I have waited. I was, I was so happy when she got on the ground. It's like, ooh, internet. I had a picture of Britney Spears above my bed as a uh, teenage boy. I, I mean, I
2: definitely had the insert from the CD uh, handy. <laughs> but, um, the, I mean, you, when you look at the, the social engineering that comes from Disney... From Nickelodeon, from the music industry, from Hollywood, it and you kind of compare it to what's been going on for the last couple of years. Um, like, like from the beginning of the whole pandemic nonsense, I, w- I was worried about what about the little kids? You know what I mean? Who are like, yeah, they just got to Earth, and and, th- <laughs> and so like by the time they're of like rational thinking age, this is all normal. Like th- this, this shit blows my mind how quickly the entire world society just flipped 180 but these kids growing up like they don't know do any different no this is all completely normal
0: this this is to them this is what life is
2: yeah tw- 20 years from now there are people who are going oh back in my day we could go to the supermarket without having to wear a uh, hazmat suit <laughs> <laughs> oh grandpa you're racist
0: <laughs> you know i mean kinda it, it, only Klansmen go to the grocery store without a hazmat suit, Grandpa. <laughs> I, that's I mean, that's what it's going to be. Check your privilege. So, I'm just trying to have a good time while it lasts. I, I was on a, uh, a Zoom call last year with probably about 20 of uh, of my uh, my brethren from uh, Full Sail that I went to school with for audio. And... Uh, <laughs> At the end of, uh, you know, we were all just catching up. It had been like like 10, 12 years, something like that, 15 years. And uh, so we were just going around, telling stories, and it got to me and, you know, catching back up. And then uh, somebody made a crack about, like, me being a conspiracy theorist. It was a good joke. Uh, Then I was like, I encourage all of you to move out of the cities, like every (laughs) single one of you, like... Like just get as far out as like you can stand, like and like, that's see, see America. It's really like, good advice. Like I I I think things are gonna that are that are bad, I think they're gonna get probably worse. Oh yeah. Is oh, the way yeah. is the way I'm going. Um and you know, that's with with me like I, I you know, I earn my paycheck remotely. Right. So I, I now have geographical flexibility, mm-hmm. and I'm going to plan accordingly. Yeah. Um, and go someplace else. Um, I I don't and like like Valdosta is not bad by by any no, stretch no, no. of the imagination, but the, the culture in Atlanta is miles apart from the culture in the southern half of Georgia. Yeah, and like like the coasts and Atlanta. It's, it's kind of a similar culture, but while that may be a lot of people, that, that's probably like half the people that live in Georgia, it's yeah, the culture in the city and how they treat life in the city and these challenges that we now face. The solutions that I fear the state will bring down are ones that are not going to jive in the rural communities. No, absolutely not. So... I uh, I shudder to think because I'm seeing like some of these other states like California and New York. There's stuff in New York now where the governor can, uh, I don't know if it's passed. I, th- I think it's been signed, but I don't know if that means it's law or whatnot. But the governor of New York, she can jail someone indefinitely for being a public health risk. She today declared that racism is a public health risk in New York. This is uh, the woman that took over after uh, what the fuck uh, does uh, that mean? Cuomo?
2: So they can put you in jail forever for being racist if it's a public health concern. Well, if racism is a
0: public, well, health of course or... it is, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way we can fight COVID and climate change. What the fuck is by finding all the racists first? <laughs> So how do you find the racist easy? You just you just call him a racist. <laughs> then, you then, said something mean about
1: Bill Gates. We heard
0: you said the N word before, so <laughs> we're gonna take you off to the gallows. Well, yeah, but I'll fucking love Wu Tang. Oh, well, that doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> no, I mean that's why I said the N word. <laughs> <laughs> no, it. I'm optimistic. Ultimately,
0: um, I think good. Always triumphs over evil, but just not in the short term. Exactly. That, that's why I said ultimately. Ultimately,
2: I'm optimistic, but mm. shit is going to get a lot worse before it gets better.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know how much. And just to clarify, like uh, I, I will never kill myself, especially while my parents are alive. Good God, what a rude and bummer thing to like put them through.
2: Right? I also would never kill myself. I also respect the government and its employees. <laughs>
0: But, like, we're too late. Here they come. (laughs) Miles from civilization, and they found me. (laughs) Keyword triggered. (laughs) Racist (laughs) detectives. My, uh, I I was playing at, at Arlen's a couple weeks ago, and my, uh, my buddy Brighton's been on the podcast, he was there, and, uh. He's a he's a black man, you know, and uh, I had played this song of mine, "White American Kids." Yeah, and, I fucking you know, love that song. The the chorus lyric is, you know, the devil will always exist because of white American kids. <laughs> he comes up to me after the show. He's like, he's like, I just want to let you know, I've always felt the same way about white children. <laughs> 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 but. And Anywho, you know, I don't know how much time I got left. You know, and like, I've never really been, at least in my mind, a, a very anxious person. But the past few years, like, have really made me an anxious person. And, like, because of that, and because of the death culture we find ourselves wading into, you know, we're already in it, but, like, uh, more people are going to die, Ted. Like, that's... And that's the way life goes as well. But, like, I feel like things are maybe going to get exacerbated a little bit with the, the rate of death. And I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be uh, around to see good triumph over evil. Right. Or any, anything to come to fruition, you know. And, like, the past year... You know, like, um, you know, just, I just put out the new album. Um, I, I am a ghost town plug. You That's know? A fucking banger, by the way. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I really do. Um, but every time after I put out a new album, you know, I, I always. The, the depression comes in after the orgasm. Yeah. You know, and like, the orgasms are like totally worth it. Like, I love making records. But I, I always fear it's the last one. And I don't like feeling like that. But it encourages me to be like, like I gotta make more. Yeah. And with the the hatred of the couple of hacks that we have in our community that can't write songs, I don't give a shit if they like my music. I, I like my records. And I make it for me. And while... Well, The end result may not be good. I'm good at what I do Like I'm good at what I do the few things I excel in I tend to like kick ass in so The things in me that inspired me to like start a podcast and like promote my friends and talk to people and share ideas about it stems from negative things and negative karma that people have put out there and rather than give in to their type of game of destruction where they want to destroy people i'm instead going to plan to play the long game where they can't stop me from making records right now they can't i can make them on my own and every one i put out will just eat at them even more even if nobody listens to it the goal of This whole ego project of mine is so that whenever I am dead and gone, it shows something, and I'm okay with my music not being discovered or accepted or even going viral to some extent until after I'm dead and gone. That's the whole goal. It's not about becoming famous. What I want with the podcast is to make a culture of the people that I do love and make them famous and make all these hacks not and ignore every single one of them. And I'm going to make it my goal, even if it takes 10 years, to make every new Southern heretic famous in some regards outside of our community and slowly permeate culture that way. So what frightens me is... Not about the consequences of my actions or my albums already, but like they've called me every name in the fucking book. Every one of them, you know? And I've got enough episodes now in the repertoire to show that, like, look, I've had folks on that believe in two genders. I've had folks on that don't believe in it at all. I've had cops on, I've had communists on, I've had conservatives, liberals, blacks, whites, no Jews. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. It's okay. I, I have Jew in my blood. I can say it. I I shook hands with a Jewish man once. But but no, like to to illustrate that like this This is a microcosm of the true utopia that we have in America and that it isn't a utopia when you have all the cultures together and you you have this mesh of different ideas and like ideological values. What you should do to fight the real fucking assholes is buy land, get it in your name, start your commune, start your family and get really friendly with your neighbors. And make sure that they're of a similar set of values. Just because you vote a certain way and your neighbor doesn't, doesn't mean they're your enemy. You find out who your enemies are when you start speaking your mind. And like, learned a lot in particular. I know, haven't done as many shows this year. Just been been busy and shit's been crazy. And also some people really don't want to talk. Because when you do put yourself out there. The people that dislike you, they really dislike you even more. (laughs) They really, really don't like to see you thrive and shine. And they really don't like to see you get along with other people. So, I think that my time in Valdosta, you know, I've been back now for almost a decade. And I think it's come to a close. Or it's coming to a close. Because I can't grow anymore here i mean i I can grow old here you know i can improve my body and my homestead but i mean for like how long like i could be alive another 40 years i'm not even 40 yet so i could like still have another lifetime to go holy
2: fuck dude (laughs) do it all over again like
0: yeah and then like the last 20 or so what am i gonna be doing you know that's when i can do stuff like well i can have a nice home and whatnot but I want, like, the New Southern Heretics to grow. Like, and, and I want to... I want to do something with all the stupid small-town politics that, of course, I inadvertently became a part of, and not necessarily by choice, but I want to show that, like, yo, that's stupid, yeah. and we can transcend all of that and have a real community... And like really like like just like have people shine. Like let the more I can expose people's bands, people's comedy, people's ideas, you know, like like that's powerful. Oh yeah. I don't give a shit about the music. I'm just gonna make more. I'm probably gonna do a dance album next. That seems like Hell, a yeah. fun idea. <laughs> I did metal this time around and you know, dark shit. Like but I mean that's that's something when it gets done, it gets done. But like like the podcast, like like people listen to this, you know, and like, like I like I really am humbled by it, and like you know, like the people that are like, come on, like have these like fucking like quote unquote dangerous conversations, you know, especially with my eccentric ass. But I also think that like a lot of a lot of folks, whenever you get them together, it, it kind of promotes this hive mind, like. Yeah. Like, state of mind, you know? And with all this stuff with the COVID culture, it, it frightens me that so many people are capitulating their principles for the promise of safety. And, like, like we're not here for this place to be safe, like, at all, no. you know? Like, I'm honored to, like, wake up and participate. Yeah. And, like, like, you know, 2022 will be arriving here because, you know, the the Gregorian or Julian calendar in the heliocentric model is totally correct, so it'll be here in like, you know, like four and a half hours. Numbers are going up, dude. <sighs> <laughs> I realized that when when I turned 30, and then the next year I turned 31, I was like, oh my God, it doesn't fucking stop. That's where I'm at right now. I'm feeling it. 31? Yeah. I'm feeling it. I got gray in my beard. Dude, like I'm still pretty like dirty blonde up top, but yeah, the beard. Oh my god, Gandalf the fucking gray for sure, man. Hey, we still got all our hair, (laughs) though. Yeah, man. Like, definitely, my hairline has definitely gone back for sure in my thirties. But like, I still got like a full like head up top, and (sighs) though the the fortieth is only like like I'll be thirty eight in February. That's only two years away. Oh my god. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. Who, who I don't want to be is still going to like shows and like doing like like all the all the fucking drug partying and shit. I mean, like like and not to talk shit on folks that take drugs or whatnot. Like I'm, you know, I'm pro-choice and to a certain degree I'm pro-drug, you know, but that. That shit should be vacation. I don't like seeing more and more friends get so coked out of their fucking gourds that they're just poisoning themselves. And that's the culture they're there for. They'll go to shows not to see music, but to get coke. And, like, coke's a blast for sure. Especially if it's really good. Oh my goodness, you you, and the folks in the room with you, you'll, you'll have the best time, like everybody will tell stories and laugh, but the problem is, is when you start to get low or when you're out on coke, and you start seeing how it affects people, and if you and someone you care about are involved with coke at all, or even just they are, and you're not, no matter if they're your sibling, your lover, your your friend, your partner, they will always choose Coke before they choose you. Damn right. And like I've like I'm You know, I've I've watched a few friends like die from excess and like I'm I'm not trying to see that anymore. Now you got this fentanyl shit that they'll cut it with and that's a fucking killer in itself, you know. All you need's like a pinprick of it. And you're mixing it in a powder. How the fuck are you gonna test for that? Like how are you gonna test for that? It was a long rant. Well, no, of.
2: it's very powerful, and uh, I will say this: I've never, <clears throat> I
0: never went too deep down the coke rabbit hole. I never, I never did but, until I started dating somebody that like that but, was that was their thing. But yeah. I've seen and know
2: people very close to me who whose lives have been destroyed and are being destroyed. by I mean, I mean the the whole list of drugs, you know. Yeah. Um, myself, I mean, I. Uh, I've been sober for a hundred something days. I, I'm not
1: Fucking awesome. I'm not
2: counting anymore, but it I haven't had a bad day since. You know, when I when I was drinking every day, I was depressed and I was drinking because I was depressed and I was depressed because I was drinking. And but it's but it's there and it'll give you escapism for yeah, a,
0: a small amount
2: because from the time I got home to work to the time I woke up the next morning, I didn't have to think about my life. And <laughs> I spent a lot of time, uh, you know, I'd get drunk and I'd talk about the things that I wanted to do and I'd talk about the things that I believed and I would talk about, you know, how I thought I should be and stuff like that. But I wasn't doing any of those things. and I wasn't acting on any of those things. Yeah. I'm starting to do some of those things now. You know, I, I'm start. I'm getting in shape. You know, I'm like getting getting my body right, getting my diet right. You know, and my my mind is right now. Now, I'm I'm just I'm just getting started. You know, like this is it's a it's a long process, and it it was really hard at first. But I, for anybody out there who's having trouble with alcohol, with drugs, or just man, it's my life is 180 degrees different than it was. Three some months ago
0: yeah you, you have color back in your face man
2: I, I i look at just the pictures from being on the podcast a few months ago mm-hmm. i look completely different yeah and and i feel different you know like i i haven't I, I i have bad moments everybody has bad moments but i haven't had a bad day in three months you know like most people can't say that that they have i have I, I wake up every morning, and, and it's, it sounds cliche, you know. Uh, when you go into recovery, you learn all these different cliches and shit. And they don't, they all, all sound cheesy and still, until you start actually enacting them in your life, like, one day at a time, you know. It's, it's like, the biggest fucking cliche, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> but it when it's, I don't know what, I, what I'm going to do six months from now, you know. I might go to a wedding And I might, I might have a drink, you know what I mean? But I'm not drinking today, you know, I'm not, I'm not using drugs today. I'm not, I don't even smoke pot anymore. And I fucking used to love smoking pot, you know, I, 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 and I love be I love alcohol, you know, I, I, and I still reminisce about it, you know, right. But I can't think about, I can't think about, uh, so like after this, I'm, I'm, I might go to a bar, you know what I mean? It's New Year's Eve. I want to go out and be around people. I want to have a good time, but I'm not drinking today, right? Maybe tomorrow. Yeah, one day at a time. Exactly. And it and it and it clicked. That fucking makes sense. And sometimes it's ten minutes at a time. You know, like when when something you get bad news or something happens in your life and you don't know how to handle it. That that your first response is to go back to that old trusty. Mechanism.
0: Well, it's familiar. You, it's, know, you yeah. know what you're going to you get. You know what now.
2: you know exactly what you're going to get, and
0: sometimes you just gotta wait ten fucking minutes. You know, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell that whenever myself that whenever uh, I'm debating whether or not I should get pizza, I'm like, bro, bro, <laughs> just eat a protein bar. Wait. Right. Maybe you're not hungry. Maybe you're just like, man, I just really like Dude, pizza. You know? Honestly, honestly, like I used to drink, like I used to
2: drink beer, all like. Like it was water, and um, I have now. There's people who have to drink hard liquor when they wake up in the morning, like yeah. they met, like medically have to. I I didn't I didn't get that bad, you know. But I saw where it was going. Mm-hmm. I had what they call I had what they call a high bottom. I like I fell off the cliff, but you know in the movies when you fall off the cliff, but then they land on a tree branch. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Okay, like I had a bad experience. It wasn't that bad. But I saw where I was headed, you know, and I, I was like, "Okay, this." That, like I, I literally said, "This is a sign from God that I can change now, or my life is going to get a whole lot worse." And I took that. I took that warning, you know, like yeah. and it's been everything's been great since. But sometimes you don't want to drink beer. Sometimes you are just thirsty. Yeah, <laughs> and, that, and that like that literally. <laughs> That it sounds so stupid, but that I, sometimes I was just thirsty, and but I drank beer so much I was like, yeah, I need a beer. No, dude, you just needed to fucking wait ten minutes and drink some water.
0: Yeah.
2: But if anybody out there is having any kind of problem, I really suggest you seek help in whatever form. You see that you can hit me, hit me up, hit me up on Instagram. If you need, you know, I had I had a bunch of friends come out of the woodwork when I started getting sober. And just a little bit of support from people that care about you, like the because there are people out there that love you, whether you feel feel like it or not. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Well, personally, I want to thank the people who who supported me because it made a hell of a difference. But if there's anybody out there who needs help, hit me up. And uh,
0: sometimes you know just need somebody to talk to. But uh, absolutely, man. Like it's. I had um. Was it 2015? 2015. I watched two of my friends die that year. One of them from food excess. He was a fat dude. Hell of a piano player. Uh, Mark. Just dropped dead at his mom's house. Just was walking through the threshold. Stopped. Looked at her. Said mom. And just boom. Dropped dead. The other one was my friend Ryan. And more or less saw him die in the hospital. And he had uh he had just drank himself to death before his 30th birthday like he had and we we saw him over the years like when we get together like once a year and whatnot and he'd be you know, looking worse and worse and like he'd be like you know green skin we're like good god dude like you need to quit fucking drinking but you know you take it seriously and you know we didn't either and last uh last words he had before they uh, put the tubes in them, and you couldn't you couldn't talk anymore. Where uh, I really fucked up. Fuck. So that that year is uh, that's when I got off Adderall. because um, I've been using speed for what, about six or seven years, and I was like, this seems to be causing the most damage, and like I, I couldn't quit. Everything at once, like yeah, like I, I just couldn't because I was I was doing speed. I, I hadn't started coke yet. I started that like two months later. <laughs> Probably not the wisest decision, but um, you know, like I was I was smoking tobacco. I was, um, I was smoking weed. Though I, I don't think that's nearly as detrimental as like alcohol, which I was drinking. No, bad. Didn't. yeah. Um, but like I. I started noticing then, like, and to what we were talking about earlier, you know, that was around the time I was getting into, like, conspiracy culture and, like, well, deeper into it. I always liked it, but, like, stuff with, like, you know, the the Pizzagate stuff and whatnot, and started more or less kind of slowly pulling my head out of my ass, and every time I think that, like, oh, I've got it figured out, I, I have a lesson, like, like yeah. immediately <laughs> yeah, afterwards that's where, that's where it's, where it's works. like, yeah, I, I don't know shit. But, you know, I had, uh, I had found myself this year with the, um, I guess having to come to terms with the fact that people aren't who you think they are. And there's a lot of people that you like that, Maybe don't have the best intentions for you because they probably don't like themselves, and misery loves company. Company doesn't like misery. Misery likes company. And I've like with all, all this stuff that's been going on, especially like this year, man. It's it's been me. It's made me so much more appreciative of, of like the people I do have in my life, and like like how I just want I just want to help them out in any way I can. And it's also made me very guarded against strangers. Oh, yeah. And to the point now where, like, aside from, like, you know, the, the the heretics that are on the podcast and whatnot, really the only people that I hang out with are other local musicians that they're, they're also, like, in, you know, they're just outcasts in their own, yeah. in their own regard, you know. And, but, like, like, people themselves, man, like... I, I, I don't feel like a lot of people are <laughs> turning over a new leaf with all this nonsense that's been going on uh, I think it's it's given the okay for people to treat other people like they're not people exactly and to just dehumanize people like people will just start screaming at each other in public like they'll like get in fights with each other and, and like the Fucking shoplifting and shit that's going on like New York and California, like where folks are just going. At, there was one woman. She came in with. <laughs> she had like a like a scythe or like a battle axe or something like that, and just like stealing shit in a shopping cart and like pretty much carrying her fucking weapon. Just like like stop me. What you gonna know? do? And it's like what are you gonna do? But like if imagine if that's your local store. Yeah. And like. Every time you just try to go to shop, you just have lawlessness. And what I what I fear, with that, there'll be an overreaction where people will be like, yes, give us cops everywhere. Yeah. Like, let the state bring their boot the fuck down on please, this. Please, please. Yeah, the, uh, there was something in San Francisco between some of the folks that initially had, like, defunded, like, part of their police department. Well, now there's a schism in, in their sect between folks that now want to get more money to fund it in their vision <laughs> yeah, yeah. and folks that are like, no, we don't want anything at all. Like, we want no funding at all. And it's like, oh, yeah, shocker how yeah, that turned out. It's going to end really well. A lot, a lot of these ACAB uh, folks, and like, they, there's some sound arguments to be made, but a lot of them are also religious zealots, wherein they just want to be the cops. That's right. They want to be the folks that will like decide who stays, who goes. The the
2: authoritarianism, the totalitarianism, fascism, whatever people want to call it, that they pretend that they're so opposed to. When it comes, it's not going to come because it will come, and it, but it's not going to be with a boot on your neck. It's people are going to beg for it. Yeah. People are going to beg for daddy government to come save them. That. And I, I honestly, I think that's where the culture is headed.
0: The way it, I think the metropolitan culture. Yeah, well, that, sure. well, that's what I—that's what I mean. Because but I mean that's where the power lies, right? You know, that's where institutional power lies. That's where financial power lies. That's where uh, marketing power lies. Right. That's where media power lies. You know, like so
2: when I mean when you say you know I'm fucking off to the country, I don't fucking blame you, dude. I live in a camper in the woods. I don't know where <laughs> I'm gonna go yet. Like, but that I mean that's. I think that's the best step, you know, like plant your roots in a place where you can.
0: I mean, it sounds cheesy, but where you can be free, you know, I think that in the next 10 years, it will become harder, if not impossible for normal people to own land. Yeah. I think that part of the reason why Blackrock and uh, Gates and all these other like, Elite fucking top sh- tier shit bags buying are, shit are buying all the land up is because eventually the price is going to skyrocket, yep. and when that happens, nobody can afford to buy land anymore. So, oh, sorry, you don't already have a deed for your land. The it's a lot easier for them to do that than it is to convince property taxes to just go through the right, roof. Right. You know, like I, I will say this since
2: I quit drinking. Every dollar that's come into my hand, 20% of it I put away. And Monday morning, I have an appointment with a loan officer to apply for a home loan. That's what's up. Do it fucking now. Yeah. Do it now. As much as I hate, as much as I, you know, despise debt, you know, like debt, debt can be a killer. If you can plant roots, if you can own something now, do it. Because. Like you said, I don't think it's gonna. You're gonna have the opportunity much longer. It no. might. It's not gonna be tomorrow, and it might. It's not gonna be next year. It'll be in the next decade for sure. Yeah,
0: I think so. The um, the Biden administration recently. This was on Tim Pool the uh, the other day. They signed a deal with a German company to build testing sites for COVID that will be ready by 2025. What does that tell you as far as their long term goal? Like yeah, yeah on like on state I I'm or, not I'm not I'm not sure I, I'm how not, they're gonna do it. If it's gonna be one facility right. or if it's going to be like like a Walgreens type thing. Yeah. Except you know the government controls it and it's on the interstates and that's for, that's that's what I would that I mean that's a huge red
2: flag for me. I heard something today just from a friend from work that I, I didn't read this anywhere. Um they're they're trying to pass some sort of law that makes it
0: um more difficult to travel, like interstate travel? Yeah. Have you heard about this? Yeah. There's a few states that are on board with it where they're like, yeah, we don't want anybody coming in or out unless they're uh, they're uh, uh, good and vaccinated. What the fuck? Well, what's really going to impact is a lot of the, uh, <laughs> as if it's not impacted already, truckers and shipping, right? Because yeah. a lot of that industry, they're entrepreneurs, you know, or like uh, independent contractors they're not taking the shot. Yeah, you know, and I, I mean, I work in road
2: construction, and ninety percent of the people that I work that I see every day that I work with, they're not taking that shit that they, they over my fucking dead body. I mean, the, these are from my cold, dead, dead hand type people. You know what right. I mean? the The American construction worker, especially in the South, is a dying fucking breed, and they're not they're not putting up with any of this bullshit. No, and I, I'm not either. So, I mean, and if road construction is like that and the trucking
0: industry is like that, I mean, I'm, and I'm sure... That it, Travel industry also, like, what was it, uh, earlier uh, this year where they were like, oh, it's, it's weather. It actually has nothing to do with the, uh, the vax mandates. This is about weather. It's like, <laughs> we didn't ask about the vax mandates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seems like you said the quiet part loud, huh? It,
2: <laughs> it, if, if even a fraction of the working class has this mentality...
0: Good fucking luck, bro. I think you know? it's I think honestly, it's half the country. Yeah, like I think half the country is like no, and the other half is like do it.
2: Dude, I saw a
0: screenshot
2: from um, a news a news report. They did a survey of unvaccinated people asking them what what um, made you a racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> it was uh it was what would it take to convince you to become vaccinated. And it was you know, a certain percentage um more t- more uh safety testing another percentage was uh if my job uh makes me you know uh, a certain percentage was something else but the majority uh it was over 40 percent was nothing and the the kicker to this was if you add all the statistics up it was only like 72 <laughs> percent so there's like a 28 percent of people surveyed that they just didn't they i mean they they think we're fucking stupid you know i i know how to count to a hundred bro like
0: I know how to look at data objectively. I know how infuriating it can be to listen to perspectives and arguments of things you disagree with. But when you're when you doing an analytical assessment, you have to be able to listen to data points. It's, it's like the Q stuff where it's like a quarter of this stuff is legit. The seventy-five percent of it with Trump being in contact with aliens and the ghost of JFK Jr. who's <laughs> yeah. been hiding out with plastic surgery, and they're gonna bring the Clintons and Ghislaine and all of them to justice. But he was never a, a part of the stuff in the '90s. We just don't know what Trump was doing then. Yeah. It's a mystery. Yep. It's 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 the darndest thing. But like, there's you have to be able to like to be able to ascertain what the fuck is going on. You have to do that. So there are... fucking crackpots in the conspiracy community, for sure. You ever seen the clip of the homeless dude covered in shit, talking about how the, eloquently at that, talking about how the CIA oh, is, yeah. is trying to get us to just fight each other with uh <laughs> He Dubai was making some conquer. really good points. <laughs> Very eloquently spoken, at the same time it's like, he's smearing feces all over his fucking, <laughs> and maybe it's mud, but it looks like shit, like all over himself, head to toe, and just flinging excess off of his hands, and just like, guys, you don't understand. They're they're trying to do this thing. It was uh, they're going against the Nuremberg trials with these vaccines and whatnot, which they are. Yeah, like they are. Like you have to have consent. The, and oh gosh, what's up, dude? You want in? Come on in, bro. I heard you scratching. <clears throat> But no, like, this, that stuff frightens me. With, like, the proposed idea, of like, which I think they're going to do it with the FAA, and, like, you won't be able to fly without a vaccine passport. Like, that's, like, even domestically. I, th- I think they're yeah. going to get away with it. I'll fucking walk. The, the interstate travel is the scary part. Because then it's like, well, what states are bordering you? Right. You know, because, like, some of these places, like, California is essentially its own country. Yeah, Like, they and Texas both over the past, you know, like five or six years have essentially told the feds to fuck off for different reasons. So, more power to them for that, though, I I, I think, like, it has its pros and cons. But, like, with this stuff, where it's like, no, you're not allowed to even travel the roads like you're you're essentially making more people criminals so you're still corralling them yeah you know what i mean where like that is the goal to be able to control people that has always been the goal like the since before america was even a country like that has been the goal has been like well we need to escape because they're trying to tell us what to do so we should form our own country where you can't be told what to do I think, um, I think this uh, notion of great reset as well, I, I don't think it's the first time it's happened no. by any stretch. I know with the, the mud flood stuff, they'll, they'll talk
2: about that a lot. Well, like, even the uh, French Revolution, the people who were fomenting that uh, event, the philosophy behind it was a reset. They, the goal of the, of the French Revolution was to create a year zero. They, they wanted to just burn it all down burn it all down we're gonna start over
0: th- that was the idea well they've reached the pinnacle of that with macron <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> you, I should, this may have been from last year but it was it was the the protest of like some gas tax that macron put in again for you know of course to fight climate change or whatnot so all of the folks living out in the sticks now couldn't drive to the cities because either there's a gas shortage, right, or, oh, it's too expensive, you know. I know, like, in Georgia, they have laws against price gouging for gas. Right. in crises, like, you, you can't do it, which is a good law, you know. In, in France, apparently, they don't have that law. So, all the protesters, like... Went uh, you know into the city the yellow ja- uh, jacket yeah. uh, protesters, but Trump was still in office, so I guess it was twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. But they were like like uh, they're like oh the. The left, uh, pro progressive left movement, uh, they're they're there fighting for socialism. It's like yeah, uh, they're not fu- uh, they're, they're literally fighting against a socialist policy. Whereas, like, oh no, 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 the, the state actually controls the petrol here the and people's fuel. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys actually, we need the fuel in the city more yeah. <laughs> than you all do in the counties. So, yeah, all those
2: uh, yellow vest protests that seem to be going on all over the world just. Kind of came to a stop when COVID
1: happened, seems
0: yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're actually in the conspiracy community. And you... you like, they... Um, in Australia, today... Well, I guess it was... You know, because of time difference. So, yesterday... Um, they uh, lit a fire inside the, uh, the... Whatever the government building, the parliament building in Canberra, in the capital city in uh, Australia. Like the protesters nice. did. And a lot of these cities, the cops... Um, have started throwing down their handcuffs and joining the uh, protest. Not in every city, but, like, Australia seems to be where, like, it's really popular to be a Nazi in Australia, it seems, like, because they've shut down essentially the whole country. In certain places, in particular, like, the Northern Territory, they have quarantine camps where they're rounding up aboriginals, And because they don't want to get vaccinated, so they're a threat living out in the rural communities. Threat to public health. They're a threat to the public health. And uh, the prime minister team's fireworks. Prime minister's uh, team has already come out and said, if you're against the mandates, you are anti-vax. I don't care what your vaccination status (laughs) is if you're against what we're doing you're anti-vax so all these people
2: coming out saying look I'm not anti-vax in fact i'm vaccinated but i think it should be a choice
0: those, those they're anti-vax, are anti-vax. <laughs> yeah they're they're anti-vax they're science deniers <laughs> Jesus the fucking irony oh yeah yeah me too we can pause that that going yeah there we go a nice little little fireworks hell yeah celebration next door What's a well, time piss break. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're. Uh, you, I thought um, you,
2: you had this like majestic rant, and I was like, "Yeah, cool." It's like the climax of the episode. I can hold my piss for a few minutes. <laughs> 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 Half an hour later, uh, but you were talking about Australia um, the same way. The Epcot was the um, model for the future smart city. I, I think that Australia is kind of the testing grounds for the New
0: World Order in general. That's what it looks like. Even the, um, you know, a couple years ago when they had like all the the wildfires and folks started talking about that, well, the groundwater got tapped in a lot of these places that were ablaze by these companies that sort of came in, like we're going to take the water and we're going to bottle it because it's, you drain the resources of the rural areas, right? Well, you have to come move to the city, right? You know, right. So, we're going to protect it, right? Protect right. The water, yeah. And then, oh my goodness, all this all this land burned up. Oh my gosh. Oh, we didn't we didn't know it's probably from climate change, or it's probably multi because there were some arsonists that came forward, right, with certain fires they were like, oh yeah, that, you know, we, we caught two dudes that were lighting fires, and then other points. Yeah, it probably has to do with. You know the changing climate, which always changes. But if you take all the groundwater out, it's definitely. A- you know what I mean, like, and then like oh, you have a dry season. Because the climate change caused a drought. Oh my gosh! Why didn't we listen? We didn't listen. <laughs> but yeah, like they're um, they're yeah, essentially essentially like even the the U.S. There was some agreement they came to where it's like the U.S., Australia, New Zealand teamed up with something like some business proposal against China and they didn't let France, like, get involved with them or they didn't let the UK get involved with them. It was just those three countries. as it has to do with uh, interests in Oceania and the the Pacific. Right. Right. So they uh, they didn't let the French uh, come in there. <laughs>
2: like, oh, uh, well, fuck me, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck me. But, like, they're... Like, they're like, New Zealand and Australia, both, they're, they're just all about just like, yes, yes, we do ask that your you, you social distance going through the rest of the, of the year. Yeah. School is not a right for the unvaccinated. Uh, yeah, yeah. Grocery shopping is not a right for the unvaccinated. Exercise, you'll be limited to one hour per day per one member of the household, per day. What? <laughs> I like, oh, I guess it's dad's turn to go out jogging. What the fuck? But you have to have your vax papers. If you don't have your vax papers with you, you gotta go back home. Jesus. There was uh, a... He's one of the Marvel... I think the guy who plays Thor, Chris Hemsworth. Yes. I think he's Australian. Something like that. But he was... um. Like, the paparazzi got him in the, in the middle of the shutdown out on the beach surfing with... His betrothed and it's like oh, oh well no he's he's allowed he's allowed to do that he's a protected class yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you on the other hand they they started peasant like they, they'll they'll take folks that are arrested for breaking curfew and they'll put them on the front page of the newspapers as like essentially like like terrorists you know like like what the like, fuck it's like <laughs> Bill they, Smith seventeen of Queensland dares to uh, break COVID lockdowns because of Bill's decisions, the lockdowns now are going to be worse. They don't even do that to sex offenders or drunk drivers. No, no, that's an argument I have against like this shit where it's like, uh, oh, you got to, you should uh, have to present your, uh, your, your vax ID before you go into a business. It's like, okay. Are they allowing sex predators at churches and playgrounds and yeah. movie theaters and Walmart and other places where kids are around? Do they have to produce their their papers? Do we give them a scarlet letter, like to like? I mean, like seriously, like if you go to like a bar, do you have to present your STD information? Right. And if just you're in case you go home with somebody. Yeah. Like that. Like you know. What the
2: fuck, man? Papers, please. Papers. Oh, sorry. Where's you the... don't
0: have your papers in order.
2: Here's the ex- the extent. <clears throat> I can't quite do the New Zealand, but here's the extent of my Australian accent. <clears throat> Razorblade? Razorblade. Razorblade? Everything's a question? <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, for There's... instance, they so... say you want to go out and get some razorblades.
2: <laughs> There's... the That's... Right, razor blades. That's my yeah. You, you have like certain key phrases to lock into a, an accent, and that's mm. my Australian is razor blades. For a Scottish, it's purple belt buckle duck hunter.
0: <laughs> purple belt buckle duck hunter. This is a purple buckled belt buckle. It's <laughs> a purple belt buckle duck hunter. shite me means Scottish. Lost <laughs> to the law. Train
2: spotting. The uh, the George W. Bush impression <clears throat> goes like this. Yeah. That's
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> so all about key phrases. What do you think about like uh, who was it? It may have been Cardi B that I saw it, but I was like like key phrases for like MK Ultra celebrities, mm. where they'll have like meltdowns on camera, or they'll freeze up. Right. There is there is something I want to say. it Was Cardi B? She was on like the uh, the like the red carpet or something, and the reporter said something, and she just like froze up. Uh, oh no, I know what it was. She was talking about. Uh, she was nervous because of all these people and all these cameras, and then she just like tenses up. And the reporter's like, "It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. No, 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 no. It's okay. We're good. We're good." Like, it's like, whoa, 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 somebody just fucking electrocuted Cardi B remotely I, or something? I, I, I think, this is my opinion, <clears throat> I, I, I I
2: believe that uh, key phrases are a thing, you know, um... Oh, is that the
0: Manchurian Candidate? Yeah,
2: that's what I was going to the Manchurian Candidate, the, the original, um, was about key phrases, uh... Basically, so it goes back to MK Ultra, which is one of the you know classic conspiracy theories, and which is not a theory. It's there's declassified CIA documentation that was released that they were doing these these uh, experiments on people to uh, basically. I think the ultimate goal was to create um, mind controlled assassins, um, but they would uh, they would use drugs and uh, torture. Um, and prostitutes. Yeah, prostitutes. That that was a sub subproject, uh, Operation Midnight Climax. Yeah, yeah. They would um, they would, uh, have the uh,
0: uh, the Johns drugged without them knowing. Right. By uh, slipping like uh, large amounts of LSD into their drinks. That's right. And um,
2: their stories. Um, their Netflix did a. I, I can't remember if it was a documentary or it was like a semi-narrative. Semi, it was like half narrative, half documentary. I never actually watched it, but it was, um, it was about uh, this guy. He was a CIA um, employee who um, jumped off a building after he was dosed in the office by a fellow agent, um, just to see what, just to see what would happen. Uh, apparently, this was like a office prank they would do back in the I want to say it was the fifties. At this at the CIA headquarters, they would just they would just pick some random employee that day and put acid in their coffee just to see what would happen. Like I don't know if it was like part of an experiment or if it was just a fucking joke. But uh, you imagine, especially if you have no idea like what dude, that is. I've had experiences with uh, psychedelics where I mean I can't I, I, if I didn't know that I was uh, entering into that experience, I would think that. Either the world around me was literally falling apart, or
0: that, or that I was uh, just having a psychotic break. Yeah, definitely the latter for sure. Plus, your mind's going a thousand miles an hour when you're tripping. But like, like, like that's like so wrong. But like, someone who has tripped oodles of times before I could tell you that like your mind and your your influence under that state is greatly changed oh yeah like uh, before they um
2: they settled on the name hallucinogen they uh originally they threw around the idea of calling them suggestogen mm. yeah because (laughs) whenever you're in that state it's it's almost hypnotic you know where um like I haven't I haven't uh, done psychedelics that many times, but I've had a few experiences, and I can remember almost every single one of them very vividly. Mm-hmm. You know, as <laughs> uh, down to the music I was listening to, and you know, yeah, st- you know, stuff like that. And uh, just uh, imagine being locked in a room, <laughs> tied to a chair with a bag over your head, uh, while music's being blared in. Over the loudspeakers while you're tripping on eight hits of LSD. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, you'll do anything they tell you to do. You know? Uh, d- like, as far as you know, demons are assaulting your mind. You know? Yeah. Uh, especially if you don't know, you know, back in the 50s, like, it's not like, I mean, people have known about acid and mushrooms and, you know, DMT for decades. You know, back when that shit was brand new. You'd think somebody
0: would put a fucking spell on you or some shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. The uh, the scientists originally the um, you know they <laughs> they thought that it would allow people to communicate with with gods, right? You know, which I mean, arguably, I, I, in my opinion, I'd, I'd say they're probably not wrong in that regard. You know, like it it opens portals. It may not be necessarily to angels, demons. Y- yeah, you know.
2: I mean, it's a th- a- it's aliens, clockwork it's a, elves. It's a th- thin line between all of those you know
0: yeah yeah it's but there there are entities yeah that definitely, are, definitely that are they're conscious of you mm-hmm. and then you start realizing that like there's not even like you know i i as a teenager i came up into like like drug culture i was like i wasn't doing drugs as a teenager mind you i, I drank and smoked pot a couple of times but um but i was familiar with like like oh that's what drugs are and like you know start learning about like the the hippie culture of the 1960s and it's like 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 why are they listening to this weird music and like it's like well because the drugs influence the music right you start to realize that like okay so people enjoy listening to 12 minute long songs 12 minute long guitar solos oh god
1: <laughs>
0: tree anastasia yo dude we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna solve the world man <laughs> The, the, uh, peace, you know, well, I,
2: um, I want to get back to MK Ultra, but first the, uh, one of the things that kind of turned me off of psychedelics, um, is whenever you start to read some of the writings of these, um, these people who want, who want to, um, uh, usher the world into this new form of like government or whatever, um, like, like the Huxley specifically, um, they were all experimenting with these, with these drugs and, um, they all have the same philosophy that um, some of them say explicitly was handed down to them from entities that they met using these psychedelics, right? Which well, I agree with you is a real thing. Like I, I, I did DMT once, and literally, ha- I, I wouldn't call it a conversation, but I, I had an encounter with an entity. It, it was a, a humanoid person, you know, that that gave me information, and it, it was. It was scary. I mean, it was, you know, at the time, I was like, whoa, dude. But, you know, looking back on it, it was kind of it was kind of intense. But they all have this um, everything's one man kind of yeah. uh, philosophy, which, you know, um, could be lighthearted. You know, yeah, we're all the same, and uh, everybody deserves to be treated like people and stuff. But you could also say, well, everything is one uh everybody's equal when they're dead you know like yeah um,
0: what about the folks that don't believe in that philosophy right exactly (laughs) but are willing to exploit people who have that philosophy right then you have churches right then you have political organizations you you also get the concept
2: of um, the reconciliation of opposites uh, which is uh, symbolized with the Baphomet the the You reconcile animal and man. You reconcile good and evil. Reconcile uh, male and female. You know that's where the the concept of Baphomet is the reconciliation of opposites. Yeah. He's part animal, part man, or he's part animal. He's part human. He has a phallus, but he also has breasts. Yeah. One arm's up, one arm's down, and he's got a little boy and a little girl by his side. I mean. Uh, you, you could interpret that to be satanic or it goes back to the alchemical agenda of transhumanism. It's the destruction of the essence of what it is to be human to transcend.
0: Yeah. Be-
2: but you can't... To become God. <clears throat> right. And that's when... Uh, so like whenever you go into these psychedelic states and you, and you meet with um, these beings of light who pass on this information who... That, that seems so enlightening, illuminating. You know, that's where illuminate the concept of the Illuminati, the right. illuminated ones. Uh, they're they're communicating with these entities, um, and Lucifer, the devil, appears as a being of light. You know hey, what I mean? His name uh, means light bearer. The light, yeah, the light bringer. Uh, and so it it gets a little. You have to be wary you know when you're when you're experimenting with these kind of things, especially when you realize <clears throat> that the same people who uh, adopt these philosophies also want you dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, don't, don't worry, we're making the world a better place for, for us, us. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, but to go back to the m k ultra thing um you were talking about the trigger words. Uh, there's a there's a video that was that was uh, going around years ago. I'm sure it's still out there of Al Roker. Mm. I think, where somebody he freezes says, up and yeah, somebody returns to the camera and freezes. Somebody says you got to leave room for the Holy Ghost, and he just his spine goes straight up and just looks dead into the camera
0: and doesn't say anything for too long to be comfortable. You know? Yeah. Shaq had one as well on. Um, there's some sports news shows like he, it's a panel show. He, Charles Barkley, I think Shannon Sharp was on it, but um, they go to it and it's uh, it's you know four dudes sitting at a uh, you know sort of a, a a concave little desk you know and Shaq's on the end and his mouth is open just like not moving, not breathing, just go,
1: <laughs> not blinking.
0: Yeah, I've seen this. Nothing and like the The camera cuts to him again for a second, then it, like quickly switches off, and they start panning away from Shaq, But the other guys are just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah!" Like this, this happens. Mm-hmm. It's like, like yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> that doesn't happen to normal people.
2: No, and and these videos of celebrities acting, you know, in a certain ways, they they can be explained away. You know, there's like seeing a celebrity on video acting strangely doesn't equal. Government mind control?
0: No, it could literally be them just fucking with like conspiracy theorists. Well
2: I I think I think that's a big part of what's going on in the hip hop community uh, in the last few years. Um, Like you got guys like these island boy kids. uh, You know what I'm talking about? I've seen the meme. Yeah. uh, Anyway, uh, one of them. There was a video of him going around talking about how he literally sold his soul to a demon in exchange in exchange for fame and fortune. And th- I mean, this is an idea that goes back years and years and years. Yeah, like, the Robert back Johnson. To, yeah, back to the 20s. <clears throat> and, um, you know, uh, Jay-Z with his triangle hands, you know, uh, with his Rockaware being a reference to Rockefeller, you know, there, there's um, all this weird like Masonic symbolism that goes on in, in um, pop culture in general, which I, I part of it, I think, is subliminal programming. But uh, another part of it, I think, is they're just fucking with us. Well, the- well they're, they're fucking with the people who or hit to it, you know?
0: Yeah, the, um, uh, used to be a pro athlete, I think he played for the Kansas City Chiefs, Larry Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a, uh, a, a black conspiracy theorist, and, um, he, uh, brought up, uh, some pretty good points that he was like, uh, you know, with this, the satanic culture or agenda, he's like, this has predominantly been in white culture and white, like, Pop culture, white music, historically, yeah. yeah, like you didn't really start seeing a big push of it until like the last ten years, mm-hmm. like within the hip hop community. Before, like, evil in the hip hop community was always mafioso, like. Well,
2: hip hop was niche until what the late eighties.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. party music,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was, but it wasn't mainstream. It was oh, that gangster rap, you know, like yeah. like hip hop is is the
0: predominant force in American culture now. Oh yeah, for sure. It definitely ain't fucking rock and roll. No, fuck no. <laughs> and punk, what the fuck is punk about
2: punk anymore? Uh, punk punk is dead, man. The the, the whatever, I, I mean Rage.
0: are your songs lgbtqia plus christian uh, 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 islam friendly look, if not i'm not gonna listen to it that, that's
2: what passes but i mean punk rock used to be fuck the government you know like I, rage against the machine isn't exactly punk rock but that like in, in the 90s rage against the machine was a good example of the punk rock mentality fuck you i won't do what you
0: tell me yeah now, you better be vaccinated if you want to come to our fucking shows. <laughs> but, um, oh, the irony of getting a bunch of people to sing along to right. fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> while, while they're wearing
2: masks with yeah. their vaccine passports in their pocket. But uh, the, get back to the MK Ultra thing. Because this this is a topic that I, I've been reading a lot um, into recently. Because I swear to God... One day I'm going to put out another podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> you go, you go into the, you go into these research rabbit holes and you're like, Oh wait, I got to read this first. Oh wait, there's another. Anyway. So with MK Ultra. the only reason we know about MK Ultra in the first place is because of the Watergate scandal. Mm. So when Watergate happened, there are um, basically Congress, um, everybody, everybody's like, okay, what the fuck is going on here? And uh, basically everybody had to come to the table with what they were doing. Like the C- the CIA had to declassify a bunch yeah, of their... That's da- where uh, Operation Mockingbird got disclosed. Right, exactly. It's part of the church committee. Gotcha. So the church committee is why we know about uh, MK MKUltra, uh, Operation Mockingbird, which from my research so far... Because I've actually been trying to find it. I can only find one source that actually calls it Operation Mockingbird. It was this book written by this woman. Her name escapes me right now. But it was admitted in congressional um, hearings that you can look up on YouTube today where the CIA admitted that they had operatives either uh, within media uh, companies or uh, paying money to media companies to push a certain narrative that was uh, written by the CIA. Yeah. Uh, they also released all of their, well, I say all, they released their MK ultra documentation, but at the time the leader of the CIA, his name was Alan Dulles and he is involved in all kinds of fucked up shit. Um, destroyed 70% of the documentation on MK ultra. So this, as dark as it sounds, the stuff we've been talking about sounds like, um, working with the mob to, uh, rent out, uh, Whorehouses to dose Johns with LSD unwittingly and document their actions, and to literally torture people um, and use drugs on them to create uh, mind control slaves or assassins or whatever. Right. That's just the tip of the ice. That's just what we know about. And it, and it had se- it had several sub projects. MK often. MK. Um, oh, it's a it's a woman's name. I, I can't remember exactly, but it, it it's so there's so much more that we don't know. That we we can assume that it's worse than that because that's the shit that they destroyed,
1: right? <laughs> so right.
2: so uh, there a, a lot of the stuff that we talk about today is it gets criticized as conspiracy theory, and conspiracy theory is an umbrella term for crackpot nonsense fringe well fringe is just on the outside of public knowledge you know Mm. it's that's what fringe mean on the 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 fringe of this table is the outside of the table but it's been used as um a dismissal term that's a conspiracy theory well is it a conspiracy theory if i have government documents that said that they fucking did it you know so operation mockingbird is, I mean, that's, that's proof that intelligence communities influence the media to push a certain narrative to engineer what the public believes to make them act
0: in a certain way. That happens. So that's a conspiracy. It's not a theory. It's not a theory. It's if, a conspiracy. No- they literally conspired together in secrecy. To get the uh, public opinion to sway on numerous things. That's a, I mean, and you can read about this on Wikipedia. Okay,
2: I mean, uh, Wikipedia is not a good source. Well, there are sources. <laughs> Wikipedia cites the sources in the article. I mean, yeah. there's go. You can look it up on the CIA's website. It, I mean, I've re- I've read it myself. I mean, it's these these documents. I have the documents. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but and so. When you try to explain to your family or your friends like look man they've done shit like this before they're lying to you they you know they told people the Tuskegee experiments they told people they were helping them and they were just letting them die like they don't care about you they in fact they probably would be better off if you were dead no we're a burden yeah like like useless they call they call us useless eaters that's been that's been written about I, I, I get them all mixed up i want to say it's in the bilderberg uh documents, the, the minutes of their meetings, they, ha- they have called the mass populace useless eaters. Oh, yeah, I mean, because they're not rich.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You They don't even have a horse? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, what kind of world is this where a country club has people drive around on golf carts instead of bringing their escrowing?
2: <laughs> in a way sometimes I feel like maybe I'm doing myself a disservice um because it's so much fun to talk about what if the earth is pyramid shaped you know what I mean right. like uh what if what if the year 1100 to uh, 1540 never even happened man you know like what's what's crazy about that there's um <sighs> forget the uh... But just before you tell me, sure. uh, I, I just mean th- that's the fun stuff to talk about. That's yeah. the stuff I really, I really enjoy learning about. Who can- I don't care if it's real, right. you know. If it is, it's very interesting, and if it's not it's science fiction, you know what I mean. But because I enjoy that, but also really give a fuck about the truth, and in a way, it's like I kind of discredit myself. I, well, I wouldn't say I, I the discredit myself. It, it makes it harder to believe because I enjoy stuff like that.
1: To mm-hmm.
0: explain to people that know the government wants you dead, bro. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I ran into that like, you know, probably it didn't help from uh, somebody call me uh, an unironic flat earther and uh, among other things. But, um, you know, why people like assume is like, oh, well, you know, he's a flat earther. It's like, n- no, I-, I-, I actually don't agree with their curvature argument, which to the general population, that's the crux of the fucking right. conspiracy, you know. Or the fact that parallax has never been documented. Well, there was um, there was an experiment that was done. I forget the year. I forget the guys' names. But it was down in uh, Naples, Florida, in the 19th century. They used a device called a rectilineator. Big word. It looks like um, it looks like a, a, a giant fence, like an H-shaped fence post, right? <clears throat> and they measured it with this, where you would just add another post at the end. That's also H-shaped and it has a cross beam going across that will keep level. Will the posts themselves will either rise or shrink mm-hmm. based on curvature? They, as a constant, they set up uh, poles in the water that took in consideration the tide as well to find the median tide. So they used the median tide of the pole levels all the way down as a constant because they, they knew that like the, you know, the tides, like they, they're the same every, every day, you know. mm. uh, or at least the, the median of it was. But um, what they found was that the curvature does come out to 8 inches per mile squared, but that it curves up. That it's yeah. there's concavity to yeah. the earth, not yeah. convexity. Yeah. And it's not flat, but they found that it curves up, which means that according to this, that experiment, if the earth is concave, it means that earth is an egg, essentially. We're on the inside. We're on the inside of the shell. Outer space is actually underground. And up space, as we know it, is actually further in. It's it's the yoke. Right. Outer space, as we know it, is the yoke of Earth, and underground would be outside of the shell. That's fucking out. wild, dude. But that's what the experiment said. Yeah. And they um, they said that the the data was actually incorrect, and they uh, igni- they just said that, or they they had a. Uh, folks from the jesuit society there (laughs) to make sure that the experiment was correct and uh you know that uh, they weren't trying to falsify the good name of copernicus or uh uh, what was the name ignatius loyola yeah yeah um and some geocentric flat earthers were there as well but the experiment even they did two miles and three eighths of a mile now these uh uh, the sets that they had, when they put all of the rectilineators out, would cover one-eighth of a mile. They would survey it, measure it, and then start from the end, move one back to the to the other, and go further down the beach. Then they backtracked all the data. Mm-hmm. And the data matched on the backtrack, showing that, yeah, the parabola of Earth curving up at eight inches per mile squared is the same on the way back. What the fuck? And the reason it's hard to even... like. Visualize, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, But it, um, what is uh, become of it is that like that experiment and like the even like the notion of folks that are like promoting a particular concave model, it only came about because of the flat earthers challenging mainstream science. Mm -hmm. So while I would also argue there's probably a psyop in that to get people away from the truth with half-truths or partial-truths, you know? It's on all over again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's actual tangible data, and it still argues for points that both the globular model, because it is a globular model, mm. it's just you're inside of the globe, not outside of it. There's old globes that actually open up at halves like a diptych. Whoa. So the outside of the globe will have art on it, and then you open up the globe, and inside is the map, the two hemispheres.
2: That's wild.
0: Yeah. So it's an, it's an old idea, too. It, it's a very old idea. It um, it agrees with the flat earthers that the earth is a fixed location. Yeah, it doesn't move. It's, it's in a very preferred spot, mm. which I believe as well. And that is a heretical idea because it's saying, well, that must make you a flat earther. No, again, I don't agree with the arguments of curvature. Right. But I do agree with the notion of this is created. This is a special place. This is Eden. This is you know. This is the only Earth we got. Right. The notion of outer space, I don't buy. I I, I don't think the whole thing of like, oh, space is fake. No, no, no. I mean, it's no, it's it's very, it's, it's, it's there. It's there. <laughs> it's there.
2: I mean, yeah, you can see it. You mm-hmm. know. Well, it's like when people say, oh, the moon is fake. It's like, well, it's not literally fake i mean you it's a thing yeah you can see it's just
0: not it's it's misdescribed is what it is yeah i don't think it's a floating chunk of earth rock that is just floating up there now stuck in our orbit i mean it emits its own light you know it's even the eclipses somebody brought up a point of like the new moon it's like well shouldn't with every new moon cycle there be an eclipse that's associated with it in some way yeah that's what i always thought too because i mean one whole side of the moon is facing the sun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that that produces a shadow on the sun right. someplace, right? It doesn't always, but yet eclipses happen every 18 years, 11 months, and 8 hours, every time. Mm-hmm. Like the same eclipse will happen again in that amount of time. And the only way they can measure that, NASA included, is with a geocentric clock. Right. So the geocentric cycle. But, like, that shit's fucking wild to me, though, of, like, the idea of outer space is actually further in. Yeah. And that it, it still argues the points of, like, there's a source light that is projecting our sun, which is projecting our reality. Mm-hmm. It still has uh, the ionosphere and, like, the, the firmaments right. and different layers of atmosphere. I mean, they would be spherical layers yeah. on the inside. Yeah,
2: that's pretty wild. Well, and it it makes it easier to um, just visualize the concept of. Uh, so, like, obviously, it's it's a creationist point of view, which I I like a lot more.
0: Yeah, even even if you uh, don't subscribe just, to that, if you're more of the this is a simulation, well, right? It's the same. Yeah, you a need a program. A simulation and a
2: creation are the the same idea. Yeah, uh, but. <laughs> It's a lot easier to visualize, like, so, like, God is always um, described as being outside of time and space, mm-hmm. so, like, literally being out, like, if, if we're on the inside, then God is just, like, observing, observe- what, what is it, pondering his orb? <laughs> 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 Anyways, here's ponder ball. <laughs> but, um, and, I, and, and what we talked about last time about the, like, maybe the Earth actually is a globe, but it's just exponentially bigger than we thought it was, you know? Yeah. Like all, all of these ideas, like they're fun to think about. And like Sam Tripoli, he calls it being a conspiracy black belt. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where like, you don't, you don't have to believe anything, but just being able to talk about it, you know, is a sign, is like a sign of, I don't know. It's almost like,
0: I'd say intelligence. Well, like not almost like civility in a way. Mm. Like, that sounds a lot better than intelligence. Well, I mean, intelligence sure. strike, strike that from the record.
2: <laughs> Put civility in. Uh, like when I don't know, was it 2014, 2015, when like flat Earth theory started like leaking out into the like mainstream consciousness? Yeah, it came into our data
0: office. That's how I learned about it. Really? And yeah. Oh like, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: uh, all, all, we're all data guys, so like we would have, we would have like problem. Or logical problems that we would discuss. So for for instance, not related to flat earth, but how many holes does a straw have? Right. So most folks in the office said one. Mm-hmm. I th- I think a couple said two. My answer was zero. Yeah. Because if a straw has a hole in it, it doesn't work. It ceases to function. Yeah. You have to plug the hole. What it what it is, it's just a cylinder with no filling. There's no right. holes in it. Right. It's just a cylinder with no filling. No motherfucker, but one, one of the guys changed his tone. He was like, he's like, I'm gonna change my answer from one to zero. Yeah. Like that's right. But, uh,
2: I I, you, I remember you've talked about this on the show before, and and around that time, whenever it was that like people, were like, do, do you know people still think the earth is flat? You know, you kind of hear, hear whisperings of this coming mm-hmm. out. Like I. I drove into that shit head first. I was like, all right, give it to me. What's the argument? You know what I mean?
0: Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Convince me, you know? I think I think B.O.B. is actually responsible for bringing it to the... No, <laughs> yeah, actually... The, no, I mean to our office. Cause oh, oh, oh. There oh. is a... Uh, there's a guy in the office who liked Bob, and he was like, "Bob's a flat earther." And I'm like, "What the fuck is a flat earther?" Yeah, and he brings up uh, not the map, but like one of the maps where it's like, "Oh yeah, there's an ice wall. We're all inside of it." Right. And I remember just laughing. I was like, "Why would anybody think this?" Yeah. Uh, I,
2: I as far as I well where I first heard of it was from uh, David Weiss. He, he's the. He's the bald guy, kind, yeah. of, kind of lispy guy that you see in most. I think he was in that documentary. Doesn't he have the flat earth clock? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he, I heard about it. Uh, he used to have a podcast called Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. That's where he gets his YouTube name, D-I-T-R-H. Ah, okay. Um, and it was him, and he used to be the 9-11 uh, Boston bombing Sandy Hook guy. Where he's like, nobody died, it's all hooks, blah, blah, blah. And then it was him and this comedian who didn't believe any of that shit. Like, he's like mainstream narrative 100%. And then this, this third guy, he was like a mystical, like Reiki and mushrooms type dude, right? And so they had like this roundtable conversation. And this is when I was first getting into, you know, conspiracy type stuff. And uh, by the end of the show, he didn't give a fuck about any of that other stuff. All he was talking about was flat Earth. And I think it, en- it ended the show because. It just turned into every episode they were just screaming at each other about flatter. Yeah, well, it, well, it was him trying to explain the model, and then like the comedian guy just losing his fucking mind, like. <laughs> and so, like, when I I was like, "What is this shit?" So I start looking into it. Once I understand it enough that I can actually talk about it, like I would go to people, like, "You heard about this, man? I don't give a fuck about that." I'm like, "No, just just check it out, though," you know? Yeah, I, I would like draw a little circle, and I was like. Like this is how they say it works. Like, oh my fucking god, this is so stupid. And I'm like, well, I mean, but check it out though. Like, nobody wants to hear that shit. No, nobody gives a fuck. And 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 it oftentimes will lead to anger.
0: For sure. And, and it, for sure. And it's
2: just, it's mind blowing to me. It's like, whoa man, <laughs> okay. Like, it used to piss
0: people off so much. And like, like you said, all I wanted to do is just talk, yeah. like, about because I was like, I was like, I was like. You know like that like it's not just one argument, but, like there's oodles of like arguments that they make. Yeah. And like like I wasn't sold on. I've said on the podcast before that like like their eclipse like models, like the lunar eclipse model flat earthers have doesn't doesn't exactly work. No, it makes no sense. It just produces more questions. We're like, well, there's probably a some sort of a, other other being we can't see, other uh, celestial body, and right. it's uh, uh creating the uh, it's red like
1: effect.
2: It's like, yeah, maybe. I mean, that that goes back to some of the old Vedic texts, I believe. They talk about um, the uh, Zehu, and I can't remember what they're called. There's there's two there's like two orbs in the sky, basically yeah. that we can't see. And you it, you can see them a little
0: bit during an eclipse, like one of them's the black sun, right? That yeah, yeah, comes yeah. in only at the same time as the lunar and, or solar so, eclipse does.
2: So, like appeal to mythology, yeah. I mean, it has its utility in places, you know. Um, but what I like is when, yeah, like the hard, the hard, the hard facts about it. Okay, the eight inches per mile squared doesn't work. Yeah. No, like, and they have problems with the flight paths. There's problems with that too. But it's still fucking interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, like. What's interesting about the the concave earth is it kind of ties a lot of stuff together. And you can kind of see it's like this seems to be like more in the right direction, not turning into a religion. But folks are actually like, well, flat earthers are like they're, they've they done some good work, mm-hmm. you know, which I mean, they they have as far as like learning more about our planet. But like flights like. If you're flying a plane, I'm I'm no pilot, mind you, but you have to keep your nose elevated. You have Mm -hmm. to like keep like you know your nose up the whole time when you're flying. Right. So if it's a flat plane, you would be flying off into space. Right. Or crashing into your firmament, you know. Mm -hmm. But if the Earth is concave, then you just have to adjust every so often with the curvature, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, The The uh, con uh, cave earth model, it it has explanations for um, why the eclipses happen. Because in that model, right, it's a yoke, right? Outer space is contained. It's not endless. It's contained in a yoke. So the source light of the sun is coming from there. The source light of the moon, I would argue, is as well. But on the other side of the orb where the sunlight is coming through in this model... Because of the way divergent and convergence works with light and electromagnetism, it goes like like a heart, like the top of a heart, right? Where it splits off and comes back around to a fine point on the other end. Mm-hmm. But where that fine point meets, it's not them meeting together because it's, it's like a circuit, right? So it's moving. So it converges back in at the opposite end of space, as mm-hmm. it were. So, it creates this weird little pocket, so to say, on this orb, outer space, that whenever the moon crosses it just right, it produces a lunar eclipse. Whoa. And that's like where the, uh, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the other shape, where it's not the shape of the earth, but arguably I'd say uh, the shape of... S- uh, space itself Rather Right Because it's being projected Outwards Towards us Whoa. Like An orb of light That Is wild Yeah right <laughs> And like Like So like stuff with like Geocentrism Like I As Crazy as it is And again I'm not a flat earther But It seems to be that That is more correct than floating space ball in an endless vacuum of nothing. Of, yes. of nothing, and there's probably billions of other planets out there as well. They're just like just like here, and right. you know that's where the aliens and, are coming from. And ultimately, nothing means anything. And no, no. So you don't mean anything. <laughs> so Your we'll,
2: life means yeah. nothing. So, so we can do whatever we want to. Use. Yeah.
0: So enjoy Disney Plus and the new vaccine <laughs> boosters. The like you're gonna. You're going to love this one. It comes in a Boba Fett syringe. But <laughs> well, I, I think, so, um,
2: aesthetics, uh, if it's, the, the more aesthetically pleasing something is, the more, um, true I think it is. Like, and, and it sounds weird. Like, so the concept of, um, the, the good, the beautiful and the true, um, it's kind of like a trinity of of uh, determining what is you know what is if right. it's good and it's beautiful it's probably true if it's true and it's good it is beautiful you know if it's true and it's beautiful it's good you know like right. it works all three ways <clears throat> um, is geocentrism true i don't fucking know i like it you know it's a- it's aesthetically pleasing
0: well with the um with the concave model the I guess you wouldn't be as far as the geocentric arguments. It wouldn't be the geocentric argument of it being the center of the observable universe, but the, but the same basic um, thought that Earth is a that's all that's all there is. Yeah, that Earth is in a very special location. Right. It is fixed; it does not move, and that it, it's it's here for a reason. Mm-hmm. That you know, there's there's something very significant about. Um, our home where we live the the conspiracy aspect of it that ties in like the the mystical and the science with the the socio-political stuff is all the interest if it's a concave earth down in Antarctica makes a lot more sense because it's literally the bottom of the world like Yes. yes if if there's this idea that like say that like real climate change can happen abruptly say that like the electromagnetic poles of outer space and our Earth shift dramatically all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. What whatever's happening at the at the poles, I imagine, would probably be the least affected, mm-hmm. like geographic poles. Mm-hmm. And you would also be able to <laughs> anything bad that happens elsewhere. I imagine that's probably a safe spot to set up camp. Right, you know. Like it's the, like the eye of the storm. Yeah, because resources, as far as we know, they they don't they don't grow on an on Antarctica. Um, I know some Google Maps conspiracists will will say that, like, well, you can find, if you go these coordinates, you can find there's green forests and green hills. Like, yeah, no doubt, but, like, they're not growing their own food down there. Right, yeah. They have food down there. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that if you can induce some sort of cataclysm on Earth to where people don't have food, but you've got your small breakaway civilization in mm-hmm. uh, and Antarctica that has food to the last, you know, 100 winters or so. You can just wait, you can build up generations, repopulate as you they see fit. They go hide in the underworld. Yeah, yeah, essentially, the underworld, Antarctica. Whoa. Because it's the bottom
2: of the world. Think about this, you'll like this. This is kind of the uh, inverse. Uh, so, in, <clears throat> in the, so in the geocentric or creationist or whatever, and most of the alternative cosmological models, the North Pole is the center of creation, right? Um, everything rotates around that. Right. Um, or the North star, I'm sorry, you know, Polaris. Yeah. Um, but so the, the, like the flat earth map, for example, the North pole is the center. So, Mm -hmm. and everything, everything, you you just kind of moves around that. So in the Bible, um, whenever man was cast out of the garden, it says that he went east of Eden to the land of Nod. Right. Mm. Um, So, like, people have been trying forever to figure out where is the Garden of Eden, you know, and why would they just go east? Okay, so in the North Pole, where's east, right? It's wherever the sun rises. Right. Well, where does the sun rise in the North Pole? Everywhere. Depending on the time. Yeah, so they just went out. They just went out everywhere. Mm. Okay, so in the midst of the Garden, according to the Bible, the Tree of Life, right? Uh... So, which, is, which isn't just in uh, Judaism and Christianity. You know, the concept of a central tree
0: uh, is... It's in Norse cosmology, it's a, it, mythology. It's basically, a it, mythology, it's in Chinese uh, uh, mythology, it's in Hindu mythology. Basically every ancient mythological
2: system revolves around this central tree. Okay, So um, they did some kind of archaeological dig in the North Pole at some point. This is new information to me, so I don't have all the details, <laughs> but look into it. Um, so they pulled up uh, basically this, you know, permafrost. It's frozen earth or whatever, you know. Um, they analyze it, and it's uh, petrified wood. <laughs> it's like deep, deep down. Right. You know, where petrified
0: wood has no, you know, business being. It was somewhere, not that far north, but... I want to say it was like in Barrow, Alaska, or Barrens, Alaska, something like that. But they uh, they found the tops of trees that were three hundred feet tall underground. Whoa! Wow!
2: That's I mean, and but it makes sense though, and it it also ties into the um, what a couple of years ago I thought was batshit crazy that like um, the concept that some of these plateaus are giant tree trunks or something. Yeah. You
0: know? Uh, maybe I don't know. Devil's Tower, Devil's Tower looks what, a lot yeah. more like a big ass tree that got cut down. And you know when it was earlier this year, it may have been late last year that an article came out where it was like like scientists argue that there's a root system under Devil's Tower yeah. that is miles in circumference and diameter. That's mainstream science. Yeah, and it's like, well, I mean, look at it. Yeah. Like just look at it. It doesn't look like it was formed with volcanic rock. It looks like it's a petrified tree stump. Yep. Um, like, uh, I, I, I find I find it hard to connect with people, Ted. It, it's, why, why do you think I'm here? <laughs> <laughs> but like all all this stuff, in like the past few years, like it's it's culminated a lot in the, in the last two, and especially this one. And I'm starting to see. More and more of my friends that are, like, waking up on just certain things mm-hmm. and, like, you know, once once you become conscious, it's not like, at least you shouldn't be just like, oh, my God, they're all right. Like, I was lied to about everything. Right. Like, you know, it's like, no, because... No, I've been there and it's a rough time. You know,
2: like, in my early 20s, you know, like, oh, the whole world's fake, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's... It, it can get wild, and especially getting into conspiracies, it's, it's like it can be very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Like, but the, um, you know, I, I I do have hope as well for the for the future. You know, I, I I still think that there's there's enough people that are realizing that what's going on is bad. Yeah, and that no one is there to save us. Mm-hmm. Like, no one is coming to save us. And. Yeah.
2: And if it if there is, it's because the world has ended.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, you know it's. Um, there's a. I had a philosophy of religion class when I was 18. I, somehow I got in a senior level philosophy class. I didn't have an advisor nice. at BSU. I was just like that class seems cool. It's on my, <laughs> it's on my bucket list of four years. Like, so. but uh, we had to argue evil and why evil is and. The argument I chose to go with is that, you know, evil is the price we pay for free will. That, like, it exists because we have a choice in certain things. Mm -hmm. So, choosing your fate is really scary at times, especially the older and more comfortable you get, where it's not like you have the reckless abandon of youth, where it's just like, hey, I could fucking die any day. I don't care. It's like, yeah, but. Once you survive and you get a little bit older, you're like, Earth kind of kicks ass. I want to <laughs> hang out a bit longer. Yeah. There's stuff I want to experience still. I think that, um, I think all is not lost, but I, I think that it's, it's gonna, it's gonna get bad before it gets better. Yeah. It's gonna get worse before it gets better. I mean,
2: I, I agree. I agree with that. Um, uh, and, The reason that I'm into all this stuff that we've been talking about tonight and a million other things, I think ultimately why I like it so much is because when you get down to it, what it all really means is that this world is super fucking interesting. It's a magical, like special place. Your life has meaning. you're you are i mean it's (laughs) you know it sounds cheesy you're special you know what i mean like yeah (laughs) humanity is a very very special fragile uh state of existence you know what i mean and it it, we're not we're not living in this nihilistic universe where nothing nothing has meaning and uh there's no point to anything so we might as well just you know
0: jerk off and die <laughs> yeah I, th- I think folks that want to and have succeeded in encouraging that are folks that want to manipulate people right you know when when you're cosmically nihilist or cosmically nihilistic and not nothing there there is no like greater purpose or anything like that then i mean as, as soon as something comes along that gives you any sort of meaning or that could even be fear induced where it's just like hey i'll burn your village down if you don't do what i say it's like well now my life has meaning like i want to keep living so if if nothing is true everything is permitted yeah yeah do what thou wilt. be the law of the land yeah yeah fuck that well shit ted We we said we were gonna keep it short. We still did uh, three hours, man. It's hard not to, man. Dude, thank thank you so much for like coming on and like repeatedly coming on, dude, man. Thank you for being my friend, dude.
2: Likewise, man. I like, love, these are the best conversations I have in my whole life. I'll come on anytime,
0: even after you move, man. I'll make wherever you're at. Oh, dude, it's I it's. The goal is to eventually be able to, depending on if they shut down the interstates, so before they put me in a FEMA camp, <laughs>
1: before,
0: I wind, before I wind up in Bill Gates' re-education center. As long as they got Wi-Fi. Oh, my God, right? But, um, no, like, uh, is is to be, mo- I mean, it's a mobile setup, you yeah. know what well, I mean? Like, I mean, there's some guests I've had that, like, they don't use the real names for multiple reasons. Some of them, is because they don't want to be found. You know, they don't want to know it. So it's 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 good to be able to have that kind of flexibility and to be able to have something like a ten year goal with it, where it's like, yeah, I'm if I don't have anybody for a whole month that like either comes through on the show or is interested in it, like I, I may not put it out. But I'm going to keep putting them out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's, it's, a, you know, we're, we're, we're not going anywhere, you it. know, not until, not until I'm dead anyway. So, love you, brother. Love you too, man. Guys, thank you all so much for listening. Fucking happy 2022. I imagine it will present its own unique sets of challenges for all of us. And it's been a tough motherfucker. But we're still in the motherfucker. So be kind to one another. Don't take shit from anybody. Stand by your principles. Jesus loves you. Satan loves you. Whatever side you choose, you're important. And I'm so glad
1: you're here with me. Thanks for listening. Later!